Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. This is Gerard Gibbert, and thank you for listening to Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Good mid-morning. This is Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi, and I'm Mandy Gunasegara in the Element Wealth Studios. I'm so glad you have joined us this morning. And look, speaking of Element Wealth, are you thinking about or planning for retirement? Do you have a plan? Go to myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006 to let Element Wealth help you find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. All right, we've got a really big show lined up. I've got some great guests. We're going to cover a ton of hot topics. Um, some of these topics we're going to look into later on the show. The Department of Homeland Security, there was a memo that was leaked, sort of, regarding uh, their approach to Supreme Court safety. It's a little upsetting, um, and it's especially, it's, it's a little tone deaf, especially if you know that yesterday they had to deploy marshals to the homes of the six conservative justices because of increased reputable threats against the safety of uh, the justices and their family. We're also going to get into a little bit of the history of Planned Parenthood. That may seem a little off topic, but it's relevant with regard to what is in that DHS memo. We're going to touch on the border crisis. Um, it's getting bad, and typically when the weather warms up, the border crisis will get even worse. We're going to talk a little bit about the dissolution of the Ministry of Truth. Um, I believe it was technically called the Disinformation Governance Board, but nonetheless, um, an Orwellian-styled endeavor from this administration to try and control what type of information is labeled as truth or not. And you may recall, we'll talk a little bit about Nina Yankovic, who was supposed to run that. She's most famous for trying to sing like Mary Poppins um, and talk about disinformation. Luckily, the Ministry of Truth has been dissolved and she's out the door. We'll talk a little bit about that and what Congress is doing to ensure something like this doesn't happen again. I'm glad they are. I was literally thinking about this last night. Um, if I were a staffer, what would I be doing? And luckily, a quick, a quick news search, um, there's some good staff and there's some proactive members who are trying to take next steps to protect this country from something like this from happening again. I also want to touch briefly on the Durham report. It started earlier this week. Uh, there were a few legal maneuvers that occurred yesterday with regard to Michael Sussman and his representation. We will get into that. And uh, we're going to talk about Elon and Twitter. Elon's been making waves a fair amount lately. Um, he announced yesterday he's going to vote Republican, and he predicted that, or it was a few days ago, apologies, uh, but he predicted that 
the attacks would likely come his way and that they have. We're going to talk a little bit about that. And also, I'll read you into, I was actually at a conference earlier this week, um, and Elon was there. It was, I'll tell you about what it was like to hear him speak. Um, he wasn't in person. He was supposed to be in person, but um, online, talk a little bit about what he said and what it was like. Also, I want to touch on a little bit of international news. Um, you know, we haven't heard a lot about Afghanistan and I was very curious what was going on yesterday. Just catch you up on on some really concerning news. And then uh, Sri Lanka, what's going on there? Uh, that country is in a state of crisis. And it's in part due to policies. This administration is trying to push here in the United States. Uh, they're, they're couching it as green fertilizer or trying to use natural um, solutions to deal with with crops and crop growth, crop health, and pests. Um, Sri Lanka embraced this, and it is really bad. We're going to get into that. But I'm really curious. Um, last night, Congress officially passed a $40 billion aid package to Ukraine. I'm curious about your thoughts. Um, there's an ABC News and Washington Post poll came out, found the majority of Americans, around 70 76%, were in support of providing aid to Ukraine. Um, but that's, that's only one part of the story. You know, there's a growing disconnect within, um, it's not just Republican Democrat. You know, uh, the, the faction, the lines are drawn really between those who, um, I hate to say isolationist. That's, that's a bit more extreme. It's not that, but those who would rather, prioritize and solely focus on domestic issues and deter the type of outreach expenditures and assistance we send to those abroad. A lot of it has to do with a bad taste left by uh, some of the quote-unquote forever wars uh, that have occurred in the past. But there's there's two schools of thought, essentially. Um, folks want to stop sending money overseas, especially in you know the realm of inflation and the increased cost of everything. There's some voters that wish Congress would focus on domestic issues. Um, you know, I tend to respond to that with it doesn't have to be an either or. But there's others um, who believe that sending aid over to Russia is important. It's important to to detain Russia without direct involvement. There is a member of Congress who's a good friend of mine. He's been on the show. We'll have him on um, in, in one of the future episodes. I'm hosting Dan Crenshaw, who's been certainly out front on this. He served uh, abroad numerous times, lost his eye in the process, and is really a leader in this space. But he was he was on the various news entities over the last couple of days talking about his support of the Ukraine package and he represents the school of thought, uh, basically, that, look, it's a big price tag, which he didn't necessarily love, but you can't always let perfect be the enemy of the good. Um, and overall, he believes it's a good investment because you, we do not have to sing, send a single American troop. They don't have to be deployed to protect uh, against a potential new world order designed by either Russia or China, neither of which would be in the interests of this country. Um, again, I, you know, I tend to align with, with Dan's perspective on this or Congressman Crenshaw's perspective. Um, I'm a military kid. I'm all about, um, and understand and respect, uh, the, having a strong military presence, but it's also great when, um, we can send assistance to those in need. Um, we can send assistance 
without having to potentially directly sacrifice any of the men and women in uniform, um, you know, in the process. But I'm interested in your thoughts. I'd like to get into this. You can always text us on the C Spire text line 601-879-4395. Remember, do not text and drive. We also have a couple of really great hosts coming up, um, or not hosts, guests, um, Guests that will be joining me as hosts coming up later today. Our first one will be with Paris Denard. He is the national spokesperson for the Republican National Committee. Now, we've had him on before. He will give us a readout of some of the primaries we've already had. There's been a handful in some key states, including Pennsylvania, which was pretty high profile. I still don't believe we have an outcome, um, but I'll ask him about that. Ohio um, and a few key ones coming up, including Georgia, where if you recall earlier this or, or earlier this congressional season, there was uh, significant pushback in voter integrity laws that were implemented there. We'll talk to him about the overall readout and then what to expect going forward. I'm excited about that. At the top of 11 o'clock, we're going to have J.T. Mitchell from Super Talk News give us a a summary of some of the biggest stories that were covered this week. And then later in the 11 o'clock hour, 1137, we're going to have Hadley Heath Manning. I believe many of you, if you've heard me on before, I work with the Independent Women's Forum. Um, it's a group, a nonprofit based in the Washington, D.C. area, but there's a lot of really well-informed female leaders. And we're going to have Hadley Heath Manning join us. She's the policy director of this association, but she's really been on the front lines of the baby formula shortage. Yesterday, the head of the Federal Drug Administration was on Capitol Hill. She's going to give us a readout with regard to that, what the Biden administration is doing, um, invoking the Defense Production Act, whether or not that is going to actually solve the problem, and a few other family-related policies. And then we're going to wrap this program up uh, around uh, during noon with another independent women's forum friend of mine, a woman named Gabriella Hoffman. She is an award-winning conservation writer. Um, she has really been following a lot of the preservation, not conservation. So preservation to totally prohibit use and development of land, those type policies in this administration, some of their irresponsible approaches to forest health and forest management. And she also has, she has her own podcast where she was recently talking about the constitutional carry movement. So we'll get a read from her on where that stands. Um, and, and then we'll close out with, with a few other news stories. So that's going to be the show. I'm glad you've joined in. Um, you know, we've got a little bit of light news before we get into the, the serious. Um, Rhino, did you hear about the dog credited with saving its owner from a mountain lion attack? I didn't see that one. Well, the good news is both the owner survived and the dog is on its way out of the vet. I'll talk a little bit more about that dog, the breed, um, and while it's in, in light of a bad situation, turning out to be a good story. But stay tuned. We'll get into the serious information and stories later with our first interview with Paris Denard.
I'm Larry Rowlett, former Secret Service Special Agent in charge of the President Ronald Reagan Protective Division. I have purchased Boondocks Firearms Training Academy. I'm inviting you and your family to consider membership in Boondocks FTA. All levels of training for families and individuals are available. We are committed to our effort to keep you and your family safe from gun violence. Support our efforts. Like us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And visit us at boondocksfta.com. Here in Mississippi, we believe that life is precious and must be protected. But Congressman Guest voted twice to give $1.1 billion of your tax dollars to Planned Parenthood, the nation's largest abortion provider. I'm Michael Cassidy, and my promise to you is that unlike Congressman Guest, I will never vote to give even a penny in taxpayer funding to Planned Parenthood. I'm Michael Cassidy, a pro-life Republican candidate for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Michael Cassidy for Congress. It's time to transcend the ordinary and expect more with Mazda of Jackson. Right now, get 1.9% financing on select 2022 Mazdas in stock. That's right, 1.9% APR on select 2022 models, which will save you thousands in finance charges. And the all-new 2023 Mazda CX-50s are arriving. Buy a new Mazda, and Mazda of Jackson will take care of your first year's maintenance at no cost to you. Shop right now at MazdaofJackson.com. It's our mission to give you great deals while treating you like family every single day. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year 250,000 mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. Our incredible credit team will work hard to get you approved. 100% credit approval is always our number one goal. Bring in your current vehicle and we'll buy it even if you don't buy a new one from us. Don't overpay for your next new Mazda. Get to Mazda of Jackson today and transcend the ordinary and expect more where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Visit our state-of-the-art facility located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. Mazdaofjackson.com See dealer for details with free credit on select Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learned how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley's specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Check it out. Let's do this. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Let's get on with it. On Super Talk Mississippi. I'm the morning time, and we're going strong, heading up down the river. All right, welcome back to Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. 
I'm Mandy Gunasekara in the Element Wealth Studios. Now, speaking of Element Wealth, are you thinking about or planning for retirement, and do you have a plan? Go to myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006 to let Element Wealth help you find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. Okay, I'm excited to introduce our first guest for the show today. We have Paris Denard. He's been with us before. Welcome back, Paris. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so for those who may not know much about Paris's background, he is the national spokesperson for the Republican National Committee. Um, he's a longtime GOP political commentator, writer, consultant, and strategist, has over a decade of private and public sector experience. Um, in addition to being the national spokesperson, he's the director of Black Media Affairs. He served for President Bush, for President Trump, um, is from or raised in Phoenix, Arizona, and has just been a very big and important presence in the realm of political engagement from the Republican side. We are thrilled to have you this morning. Now, look, we've had a few primaries, um, including some high-profile ones in Ohio, North Carolina, Pennsylvania. Before getting into any of the specific, what is your big takeaway to date with regard to uh, turnout and outcome? The big takeaway is that the Republican National Committee has done our job in terms of uh, putting the boots on the ground, giving these uh, different Republican National Committee community centers the resources that they need to engage with diverse audiences in places like Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and how we did this same thing with our community centers that are in Texas and our community centers that are in uh, Ohio. Uh, in Florida. So we, what we're seeing is, is, is tremendous enthusiasm from the Republican base. More specifically, if you look down at what happened in Pennsylvania, we saw record turnout from Republican voters in that primary, which uh, was a significant increase from the primary that we had in 2018. And that's a, a good sign to see that Republicans are coalescing around uh, the issues that matter to them, which is freedom and opportunity, which are looking at the fact that we've got to do something about the radical, progressive, uh, liberal left and their agenda that is hurting so many Americans. And Republicans are responding, saying, we're going to come out, we're going to register to vote, uh, and we're going to come out and vote. And this is uh, a record turnout, and we're excited about the fact that Republicans are taking uh, this process so seriously and are willing to engage in such a strong way. Yeah, it's it's really great to see how seriously all voters, but especially Republican voters, are responding to the very serious issues everyone's facing, that it seems this administration is either too busy to deal with, unconcerned, or completely tone deaf. Could you talk about what are some of the top issues that are driving Republicans in droves to the polls? Well, I think to answer you specific, I think it's all of the above, the things that you were describing. Uh, this administration is totally inept. Uh, totally incapable of leading, totally incapable of uh, figuring out solutions to the crises that they have created, and those crises are numerous. Uh, we don't have the time today to go into all of them, but I think the number one issue that we're seeing amongst not just Republican voters, but independent voters, Democrat voters, uh, minority voters, is the fact that it's the economy. The economy is so bad and it's impacting everyone. Uh, and, and, and it's having a disproportionate impact on minorities, uh, low-income Americans, middle-class Americans, and those, especially those Americans who are on fixed incomes. This economy is particularly hard for them. 
Uh, like if you just look at the issue of gas prices in Mississippi, the average gas price today is $4.18. A year ago, it was $2.72. Nationally, it's $4.59, which is a national uh, high. Uh, we haven't seen these numbers in, in decades. And so what we are looking at right now is a, a socioeconomic uh, crisis that many Americans have not seen uh, since the time that we had another terrible president in office named Jimmy Carter, who was a one-term president. So I think that when we look at the economy and these kitchen table issues, uh, Americans uh, from Mississippi to Maine are suffering, uh, and they're going to uh, hold Democrats accountable for it, uh, and they're going to support Republicans because they want change and they want the leadership that they saw a proof of concept with President Trump working with congressional Republicans and that entire Trump administration uh, affecting positive change uh, for so many Americans. Paris, now I know you also do work with the black media affairs in these primaries. Have we seen evidence of the continued trend whereby minority community minority communities are more and more embracing uh, Republicans and going to polls to support them as well? We are seeing great uh, uh, turnout from uh, minority voters. So if you look at uh, some of the uh, counties where Kathy Barnett, even though she didn't win that uh, that primary that's still being tabulated, uh, some of the counties uh, she was able to do tremendously well in were, were, were counties and areas that Republicans don't traditionally do well in. And we know that with the importance of our uh, minority engagement, uh, multi-million dollar engagement strategy that we have, thanks to Ronna McDaniel, our chairwoman, uh, we see that really making a difference. And if you also go to places like Texas, uh, Wesley Hunt was the winner of his Republican primary, black American veteran uh, there, Texas 38. Uh, and, and I think there's a, the, the reason why you see so many people flocking to the Republican Party uh, is because they see uh, this party as being the party of opportunity. They look at what the Democrats are proposing and, and actually what the Democrats are not doing, and they're disenfranchised from it. Uh, I just saw this uh, from some latest polling that showed Biden's job disapproval amongst Hispanics hit 60%, with only 26% approving. Uh, and when you narrow that down, that's uh, they recorded us saying a Republican uh, lead among Hispanic voters who make up roughly 12.5% of eligible population could prove disastrous for Democrats in November midterms. That is what is at stake. And Democrats see that their traditional base of support is eroding. Uh, And so we're encouraged by what we're seeing, not just in these primaries, but nationwide, as it relates to our effort to engage with uh, diverse communities. Well, the the visions for the future of the country between this administration and what Republicans and the RNC are putting out there in front of voters, um, it can be it can be more different. Um, and it, to me, it's no surprise that you have voters overwhelmingly going to vote for a more positive outlook for someone to fix and listen to their problems, but then to paint the picture of American opportunity that that really is very much alive and well, so long as you have position people in positions of leadership that are willing to embrace it. Um, can we talk really quick about next week? There's a couple of races coming up. Um, primaries next week, Georgia, Alabama, Arkansas, especially Georgia. You know, there's a big kerfuffle 
um, not too long ago in Georgia where they said, you know, the passage of some voter integrity laws was going to inhibit the ability of people uh, to to have access to vote. Um, I also saw an article last night talking about there's been an amazing uptick in early voting. Could you just talk about what, what you see playing out there and how the balance of voter integrity laws is going to work in this upcoming primary? Well, we can see already from the release of data coming from the Georgia Secretary of State's office uh, is that the the Democrats were lying about the Georgia bill on election integrity. We are seeing that there was no evidence of voter suppression. We knew that was going to be the case, but the proof was in the pudding. The proof was in the data. The proof was in the numbers, and the numbers are showing that as of yesterday, uh, 102,000, uh, more than 102,000 more black voters have cast early votes uh, in this primary election than did in 2018. That is after, let's just lay this out there, over 100,000 more black voters have cast early votes in this year's primary election than in 2018. That is after the Georgia election integrity bill. Uh, And so, again, it just goes to show that the Democrats lie about voter integrity, election integrity, and, these, and, the, and the bill that Georgia put forth uh, was meant to uh, to hurt the Republicans and hurt minority voters. But it was a lie, and it's not true. Uh, and the Georgia bill is actually working the way it was designed to, and, and it's not hurting the capacity for black voters, minority voters, to vote in Georgia. And we are just excited to see more of that enthusiasm coming from Republicans across the country. And I think that we're going to see strong turnout in Georgia as well, because people are uh, realizing every single day more and more that the Biden-Harris administration just ain't working. Yeah, that's right. And turns out that some of those voter integrity laws really did uh, make it easy to vote, but hard to cheat, which was the whole point. It sounds like the fear mongering from the left uh, doesn't align with the facts we are seeing on the ground today. Paris, that's all the time I have with you today. Thank you so much for joining us. And to our listeners, stay tuned. We'll be back with more after a quick break. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions, high near 94. Tonight, a 30% chance of rain, partly cloudy, low around 70. Your Saturday brings a 50-50 shot of rain, partly sunny, high near 90 degrees. And for your Sunday, a 40% chance of showers, partly sunny, high near 85. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Breezy Oaks Ranch is Mississippi's source for local pasture-finished Wagyu beef and heritage pork. No antibiotics, no hormones. Breezy Oaks Ranch Wagyu beef and heritage pork is healthy and has incredible flavor and marbling. Call 601-908-9080 or breezyoaksranch.com. Pick up or delivery. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. 
People say things change. But in Mississippi, good things don't change. They change everything. Back when a blues musician picked up a guitar and struck a chord with the world. The Citizens Bank was making life better in Mississippi communities. Now we're in every corner of the state, changing banking to be more in yours with accessible lenders, more product choices, and always the latest in digital banking. After over a century, changing to local sounds better and better. Member FDIC. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection. And that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from ICAR and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM certified repair using certified parts? If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. This hour of Middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. As parents across the country continue to struggle to find baby formula, FDA Commissioner Dr. Robert Califf says the Abbott Lab in Michigan is on track to reopen in a couple of weeks. And we're going to make sure it gets done as quickly as it possibly can. Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith is among those who believe the Biden administration should have seen this coming when the plant was shut down months ago. When the initial incident came about and happened, that's when you react. Senator Roger Wicker introduced the Formula Act Wednesday. Among other things, the bill would waive regulations that prevent baby formula from being imported. Hyde Smith is supporting Senate passage of the Access to Baby Formula Act. It would give the Department of Agriculture permanent authority to respond in the event of a product recall or supply chain disruptions and provide more flexibility for WIC recipients to access formula. This is Jake Mangum for Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. One of the most underrated attributes in baseball is determination. It's one thing to want to do something and another altogether to get it done. That's why I love the team at Farm Bureau. They get the job done every single time. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Here's your invitation to join us every Friday at 520 for Food Fridays presented by Polk's. In the South, warm weather means more time with family and friends. Whether you're headed to the ballpark, the beach, or just the backyard, be sure you're packing Polk's meat products. Grab a package of original garlic and green onion, or my favorite, the Cajun smoked sausage. When Polk's is on the menu, you're always a winner. Wherever you are, whoever you're with this spring and summer, remember, picky people pick Polk's. Need some good news? I've got good news. Good things with Rebecca Turner. Your daily dose of good news. Good news. This afternoon at 2 on Super Talk Mississippi. Good news. 
There's a ton of content from Super Talk Mississippi on our new YouTube channel. Just search Super Talk Mississippi on YouTube or go to supertalk.fm slash YouTube. Be sure and subscribe for free to get the latest scoop on what's happening in Mississippi news, politics, sports, and the good things happening here in the state. Is with Gerard Gibbert. Welcome, welcome to our show. On Super Talk Mississippi. Okay, now you have a good one. Welcome back to the show. This is Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi, and I'm Mandy Gunasekera in the Element Wealth Studios. Now, speaking of Element Wealth Studios, are you thinking about or planning for retirement? Do you have a plan? If not, go to myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006 to let Element Wealth help you find your balance between income, growth, and guarantee. Um, I'd also like to give you a heads up today on In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar. You'll hear an interview with Eric Simmons, the mayor of Greenville and president of the Mississippi Municipal League. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar is presented by visitmississippi.org. You can hear the show each Thursday and Friday from 1 to 2 p.m. on most Supertalk Mississippi stations, supertalk.fm, and available everywhere you listen to your podcast. Okay, if you're just joining us, welcome. Um, you just missed, we had a really great interview with Paris Denard, who gave us a readout of the primaries to date, the Republican primaries to date, and a couple of key races for the path back to taking the House and the Senate. Uh, the, the big takeaway for me is Republican enthusiasm is high and the work. There's a lot of infrastructure and work that goes behind the scenes, um, from the RNC and the folks that that they hire to help them in this endeavor. And so they've done a really good job in terms of getting boots on the ground and ensuring people are registered to vote, know where to go. And if they want to cast a vote in support of the Republican Party, um, they, they help them do that. The other big takeaway is, look, despite all of the misinformation um, a couple months ago, remember Joe Biden went down, I believe he went down to Jordan, to Georgia, and talked about how a voter integrity law was going to be Jim Crow 2.0. That's actually not true. Um, early voter information released by the Georgia Secretary of State's office indicates that voter early votes are up significantly and especially from minority communities. So that just blows a hole in all of the, the, the lies, frankly, that the Democrat Party was trying to push, including from our president, regarding uh, voter integrity laws that are increasingly important. Uh, we've got to make it easy to vote but hard to cheat. Uh, so when you and I go to the poll and we cast our vote, we know that it matters because it's such an important path of engagement to the system we have set up. Um, I also want to wrap up. I mentioned at the start uh, a story, a pretty crazy story, Rhino, you hadn't heard about, uh, where a, a dog was credited with saving its owner from a mountain lion attack uh, north of Sacramento in California. But the the breed, um, it, it stuck out to me because of the breed. It's the Belgian Melanois. I had to look up how to say that. Um, are you, does that ring a bell, Rhino, that type of dog breed? Uh, it does, but I was half expecting it to be something like a Chihuahua or something. <laughs> that, that would have been a pretty impressive story, but I don't don't know if we would have gotten the the positive outcome. Don't that know if he got. has the mass. 
Right. Yeah. There's a there's a size issue there, despite. Um, despite personality that could otherwise make up. But Belgian Melanois is a, it's a favorite, uh, dog breed for military, for military operations. And if you recall Conan, do you remember Conan who helped kill the ISIS leader in 2019? Oh yeah. Yeah, so he was a Belgian Melanois. So, uh, great dogs. Um, I do have a couple friends who have them, um, and they say they are very high energy, but extremely loyal and obviously good. If you find yourself in a pickle, uh, if you like to go for hikes, maybe you come into, potentially come into contact with wildlife. I would, I would love to have one of those dogs with me watching my back. Um, all right, I'm going to switch over to pr- some pretty serious news here. This is regarding the state of safety at the Supreme Court for our justices and a memo from the Department of Homeland Security, which was leaked, uh, I believe it was yesterday or, or late the night before. But nonetheless, the U- U.S. government is bracing for a potential surge in political violence um, once the Supreme Court hands down the ruling with regard to Roe versus Wade, um, and especially if it's aligned with what the leaked version was. Again, this is the Dobbs v. Mississippi case where you had a leaked version of Justice Alito's draft opinion, which would essentially overturn Roe v. Wade and hand uh, the ability to make decisions about abortion policy back to the states. Now, this memo, um, the, the goes on to say that law enforcement agencies are investigating numerous social media threats to burn down or storm the Supreme Court building, murder justices and their clerks, as well as attacks targeting places of worship and abortion clinics. Now, the unclassified memo that was released by DHS's intelligent arm said that it threatened that the threats were following the leak opinion um, and After looking into this, basically they said they are likely to persist, may increase, leading up to and following the final ruling, which we're still not sure when that will occur. But I want to go back to, to, I had a a long discussion with Paul on the Gala show when this first came out and basically made it clear that the leak of this memo, um, it wasn't a leak, it was an operation. And, uh, this is, this is coming from words from a very influential conservative, um, uh, conservative leader put out, but that was the point. The point of this quote-unquote leaked memo was to activate not the right, but the left extremists that we have seen in recent years um, will go to pretty violent and extreme ends, um, especially with regard to the Supreme Court. Remember the Kavanaugh um, nomination hearing where you had pictures of them showing up to the front door of the Supreme Court and banging on it, um, you know, and, and but but this memo What's interesting about this memo, it, it shows it's almost a political document and gives you insight into the perspective of this administration. It says that um, abortion related violence historically has been driven by anti-abortion extremists. So the pro-life movers, they're trying to say that those are the ones who are potentially going to cause the most harm and violence. And the memo itself it says, uses this to justify, this is a quote from the memo, some racially or ethnically motivated violent extremists embrace of pro-life narratives may be linked to the perception of wanting to, quote, save white children and fight wide, white genocide. Okay, do you see what they're doing here? The Department of Homeland Security is putting out a safety memo whereby they are trying to tie the pro-life movement to white supremacy. 
This is this is par for the course with this administration in terms of how they approach uh, political thought, ideology, and policies of which they agree with. Just a second ago, I was talking about how they approached the debate in Georgia when they were passing voter integrity laws. They called it Jim Crow 2.0. That's what they always try to do. But but we've got to go a step deeper. It is is beyond absurd when you're talking about. Um, the abortion movement and especially the history of Planned Parenthood. If you don't know, the founder, one of the main founders of Planned Parenthood, a woman named Margaret Sanger, uh, she opened the first birth control clinic in the U.S. in Brooklyn in 1916. She supported eugenics. Okay. This is, I, I looked this up. I, I wanted to, uh, get some, some back in the day description of her approach. This is the founder of Planned Parenthood, um, who is behind the the, pro of the the proliferation of abortion. And I went to a New York Times article um, where it describes how Margaret Sanger supported eugenics, and her she had a belief, um, and impl- she supported a belief in improving human race through selective breeding, targeting poor, disabled immigrants and people of color. Now, <laughs> Margaret Sanger, again, the founder of Planned Parenthood, um, she. She attended back when she was trying to establish this and grow the Planned Parenthood movement. Um, she often went to Ku Klux Klan meetings to generate support for birth control. She endorsed a 1927 decision in Buck v. Bell. This is a Supreme Court decision which allowed states to sterilize people deemed, quote, unfit without their consent, and sometimes without their knowledge, a ruling that led to the sterilization of tens of thousands of people in the 20th century. She didn't just have, uh, she didn't just keep it here in the United States. She also supported international efforts. Um, one of the first human trials of birth control pill were conducted with her backing in Puerto Rico, where as many as 1,500 women were not told the drug was experimental, or that they might experience dangerous side effects. So it, it's absurd. The Department of Homeland Security is trying to say that uh, the assign the pro-life movement uh, with white supremacy, but it's the complete opposite. I mean, this is, again, par for the course for this administration. But the memo gets one step deeper in terms of uh, how how removed it is from reality and incendiary towards pro-lifers and those of uh, the conservative side of the equation. It says the mere political advocacy of political or social positions, political activism, use of strong rhetoric or generalized philosophic embrace of violent tactics does not constitute domestic violent extremism or illegal activity and is constitutionally protected. So in other words... The left is allowed to threaten the lives of Supreme Court justices, and when they're doing it, it's just them acting in pursuit of their First Amendment protections. But if anyone who disagrees, it could be violence. Um, and they are trying to suppress that. They now have the backing of the Department of Homeland Security. This is infuriating and doesn't realize that that the true threat is with the conservative justices who are now under the protection of uh, marshals and fire bombings that have been occurring at pro-life centers when occurred in Michigan. Anyway, there's no final decision that's been out. It should be coming soon. Um, we'll stay tuned and, and follow this. But the outcome is the decision has been moved back to the states where voters will be able to weigh in where it has always belonged. That's it for now. We've got more after the break.
Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive At Batteries Plus, we do more than fix phones and tablets. We help our neighbors power their lives. Visit Batteries Plus in-store, curbside, and online for fast and reliable phone and tablet repair. Learn more at BatteriesPlus.com. Morgan Stone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell him. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morgan Stone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. Madison Cellars, proud to be a sponsor of SEC Sports. They're your headquarters for all your wines and spirits. From special party needs to picking up that favorite bottle of wine for dinner, it's all at Madison Cellars Premium Wine and Spirits. Highway 51 at Madison Station Shopping Center. This is Joe Rooks. Create your own Gravely Zero-Turn More Package and save big at Revel Ace Hardware and Revel Outdoor Power. Pick your Gravely More, pick your trailer for as low as $97 a month. And for just $10 a month more, you can add a steel, trimmer, blower, and chainsaw. Plus, 0% interest. Revel is Mississippi's largest Gravely dealer, and that means great selection, savings, and service. Learn more at reveloutdoor.com and Facebook. Revel and Gravely, brands you can trust. This is the opening agri-market report. At the opening of the New York Cotton Exchange, July cotton was down 408 to 143.62. December cotton was down 191 to 126.31. At the opening of the Chicago Board of Trade, July soybeans were up 12 and 3 quarters to 1703 per bushel. August soybeans were up 10 cents to 16.40 and a half per bushel. July corn was down six and a half to 7.76 and 3 quarters per bushel. September corn was down seven and a half to 743 and a quarter per bushel. At the Mercantile, August live cattle was up 47 to 132.50. October live cattle was up 45 to 138.45. August feeders up 117 to 166.37. September feeders up 112 to 169.02. And at the open, Dow Jones up 33 points, 31,287. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money. But they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. 
Hey, it's Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Properly set all controls before recording. All systems go. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. One of the best song intros, uh, really, really bringing us in at the tail end of the first hour there, Rhino. Uh, I forgot to ask, what day is it? It's Friday, y'all. There we go. There we go. All right. Uh, we are going to officially be heading into the weekend now. Um, thank you for joining us today. This is Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm Mandy Gunasegara in the Element Wealth Studios. Speaking of Element Wealth, are you thinking about or planning for retirement, and do you have a plan? Well, if not, go to myelementwealth.com. Or call 601-957-6006 to let Element Wealth help you find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. Um, looking at the ceasefire text line, uh, we, we're getting some really great pictures of folks with uh, Belgian Melanois or mixed breed. It seems to be commonly mixed with a German Shepherd, a dog that my family's had for forever. Also great dogs to have with you when you're out and about in the world and could be attacked by a mountain lion. Um I want to I want to switch really quick to the disinformation board in the Ministry of Truth. This is actually great news for America. Uh, luckily, the the disinformation board of governance, which was proposed by the Biden administration to basically determine what was accessible information and what was not, what was allowed to be shared within a variety of communication channels and what was not uh People rightfully called this the Ministry of Truth, a reference to the 1984 Ministry of Truth in George Orwell's famous book, whereby they were in charge of doing the exact same thing. Um, while a fictional book that became reality under the Biden administration. Now, luckily, um, it has been dissolved because rightfully because of massive uh, criticism, response and backlash. Now, its leader, Nina Yankovic, um, she resigned in response to and in the uh, as an effect of the dissolution of the board she was supposed to run. Um, now, just remember who she is. She pushed the Hunter laptop story. She tried to discredit it. Um, she pushed the Russia hoax theory and she breathed credibility into the Steele dossier. And what you probably recall her for most famously now is a cringeworthy TikTok video where she pretends to be Mary Poppins. Rhino, if you could play that clip. Information laundering is really quite ferocious. It's when a huckster takes some lies and makes them sound precocious by saying them in Congress or a mainstream outlet. So disinformation's origins are slightly less atrocious. It's how you hide a little 
Okay, well, sorry you're not going to get those 30 seconds or so back, but luckily the country is saved from having her run uh, the disinformation board where she herself uh, was had pushed numerous dis- disinformation that we know. Now, look, here's the next steps. Behind the scenes, the Department of Homeland of Security has uh, appeared to step back um, they have dissolved or paused the development of this. But there was an article I was reading where someone from DHS, a DHS official internal, had said, quote, we're going to need another Nina down the road, referencing a desire uh, to keep this project moving forward. Um now, this is the time for Congress to step in. And this is where I was thinking, okay, if I were a staffer and I saw this and I wanted to solve it, what would I do? I would file a, a defunding amendment to an appropriations bill. Um, at some point, there will be a funding, a government funding bill. And if you're a staffer and you want to make a point, you can write these amendments, submit them that basically say there shall be no funds expended to, uh, fulfill the duties of XYZ. And I would have done it and, and written it so that it prevented the Department of Homeland Security from recreating this board or any version of this board in the future. Now, luckily, Congress has been proactive. Um, there's a, a bill inform- that was introduced aimed at defunding the disinformation board uh, just a couple days ago, and then there's another one, a resolution was introduced that calls for copies of all documents, memoranda, advisory opinions, basically everything that could have been used to develop consider this idea and then propose it within the behind the scenes regulatory processes at the Department of Homeland Security. Um, they want that information so they can take a look and they can protect the American citizens uh, from this type of thoughtless activity in the future. So that's good news story. Um, after the break, we're going to have JT Mitchell join me to give us a readout of the news of the week. So if you're listening, stay tuned. We've got more. For Ole Miss Sports, WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. Fox News, I'm Karen McHugh. A new poll shows that even Democrats are beginning to lose faith in President Biden. President Biden's approval rating at the lowest of his presidency, just 39%. But what's changed in the AP North poll for May is the number of Democrats losing faith. Now only 2 in 10 adults say the U.S. is heading in the right direction or the economy is good. Both down from 3 in 10 a month ago, mostly Democrats. Less than 1 in 10 Republicans approve of the president or his handling of the economy. Fox's Therese Crowley. There's no end in sight for skyrocketing gas prices. Analysts are 
expecting it to get even worse. They're predicting that we're going to hit a national average of $5 a gallon this summer. Fox Business Network's Madison Allworth in New Jersey, where prices have risen 50 cents per gallon in the past month. America is listening to Fox News. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models. With tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra. The world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra. Available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. For the first time in history, gas prices are above $4 a gallon in all 50 states. Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith criticized Democratic efforts to deflect blame. They blame Republicans. They blame Putin. They blame oil companies. But Americans, that has been said here before at this podium, they know better. And so many of us, has we've introduced legislation with real solutions that um, to address this, it's fallen on deaf ears. She supports legislation and policy changes to restore domestic energy production and recently co-sponsored legislation that would require the U.S. Department of the Interior to resume and maintain onshore and offshore federal oil and gas lease sales. J.P. Morgan is warning that prices will surpass 6 bucks nationwide by August. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation celebrates 100 years in 2022. If you're not sure what that means for you, did you know we led the largest initiative to keep local governments from taking your private property through eminent domain? We are more than agriculture. We are what's best for all Mississippi. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, 100 years of faith, family, and farm bureau. Become a member today at msfb.org. Do you ever feel like you're in the dark? Well, with a propane generator, you'll never be in the dark again, at least when the lights go out. Enjoy the comfort and safety of knowing you have a propane generator always ready when the electricity goes out. Propane generators are sure you will always have power. Propane-fueled, clean cooking, hot water on demand, warm and consistent heat, and power when you need it most. Why would you choose anything else? Energy for everyone, propane. Visit MSPropane.com. That's MSPropane.com today. Animal lovers are applauding the passage of Buddy's Law, which has now been signed by the governor. It requires any child that injures a domesticated animal to undergo a psychological evaluation or counseling. The bill was inspired by Buddy, the dog who was severely burned by a 12-year-old in Tate County last April. He has now made a full recovery. During a Homeland Security Committee hearing, Congressman Michael Guest warned the number of encounters at the southern border since Biden took office will soon surpass the population 
of Mississippi. Total encounters under this administration, taking numbers since February of 2021, are 2,735,000 encounters a number greater than the population of 13 states. At the current rate, next month, it will eclipse three additional states, including my home state of Mississippi. Guest has been a vocal opponent of ending Title 42. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. Twilight Concerts at Renaissance are back. Ratchet Entertainment presents Twilight Concert Series at Renaissance. Saturday, July 9th. With J.J. Gray and Mo Fro. Plus, Jay and the Causeways. Tickets are on sale now at TwilightMS.com. That's TwilightMS.com. Brought to you in part by Southern Beverage, Renaissance, Ridgeland First, and Watkins Construction. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Don't miss the college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers every day at 5. Speaking of Ford, it's Ford Truck Month. Now is the time to get a great deal on the only trucks built Ford Tough. Work or play, get after it in a new Ford F-150 or Super Duty truck. Get behind the wheel in a new Ford Maverick pickup and get after any adventure with deals on Ford Ranger. Take advantage of our best offers on the full Ford lineup of Ford trucks. These deals won't last long. Get to Ford Truck Month at your local Mississippi Ford dealer. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. And now... Another hour of the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Begin your transition now. Now on Super Talk Mississippi. All right. Welcome back. This is Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm Mandy Gunasekera in the Element Wealth Studios. Uh, I want to give you a quick preview that the SEC regular season wraps up on Saturday for Ole Miss and MSU with the SEC stir- tournament starting on Tuesday. Sports Talk Mississippi will be there. You'll get an inside look at what's happening in Hoover on Sports Talk Mississippi next week as we broadcast live from the SEC tournament. Plus, you'll find out who's in and who's out as we get closer to the NCAA regional selections. All right, I'm joined in studio. We've got JT Mitchell, our news director with Super Talk Mississippi News. Hi, JT. Hey, Mandy. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. The first time I've had the pleasure of being on a show that you fill in for, so good to see you. Yeah, likewise, likewise. This is great. All right, well, fill us in. What what have you been covering this week, and what are some of the, the top headlines? Well, there was a lot. Uh, do you want to start with politics or crime? Which let's, one start you... with, let's start with politics. Okay. So everybody has heard that uh, Stacey Pickering is out at the MSVA. There's a lot of hearsay surrounding that, but Stacey Pickering and Melissa Wade, they're both out, um, and that will be effective, I believe, very soon. Then... Uh, so filling in for him is going to be um, Mark Smith. Mark Smith has been there for a while, so he'll be filling in for Pickering. We'll be following that story as more details come out. I'm not going to say anything yet, but uh, if anybody's out there and has been keeping up with it, you may or may not have heard what could be going on there. Moving on to the next, um, Buddy's Law was signed recently by Governor Tate Reeves. Hey, you know what that is, Buddy's Law? No, I don't. Yeah, okay. so tell me what that is. So what that's going to do is it, it requires any child who injures 
an animal, dog, cat, whatever, uh, to be uh, put under counseling, psychiatric evaluation, because that is one of the first signs of, uh, don't want to say it really, but mass murder. You know, if, yeah. if you hurt an animal, you don't yeah. always, that doesn't always happen, but most mass murderers, serial killers, whatever you want to call them, they do have a track record of hurting animals as a child. So that's probably a pretty good law to be into place. Um, then moving on to a national level, everybody's been talking about the baby formula shortage. Yeah, certainly. And we had two bills passed yesterday, H.R. 7790. That was mostly uh, voted on on party lines, but it still passed. It was $28 million emergency funding going to the FDA that's going to help alleviate the issue. Get more formula on the shelves. H.R. 7791, which was a 414-9 to 9 vote, that uh, is also known as the Access to Baby Formula Act. What that does is it's going to ensure families can continue to buy formula with WIC benefits. Whether it's this or any other public health emergency, it will make sure that families can buy with those benefits. Uh, interesting note there, if we're talking Mississippi, is everybody in our delegation voted for that except for Representative Palazzo. He was not present Um I talked to his office earlier. He was at his daughter's graduation, so he was one of the six congressmen to not vote. Okay, well, going to your daughter's graduation seems very like important. A, okay I'd enough. say that's very Excuse. important. Yeah, yeah, certainly. Well, the, look, that's such a big issue, and we've got, um, in, in a little bit, I'm going to be joined by another guest um, who's really been on the ground and involved with what Congress and the president are doing to try and ensure parents with young children have access to literally this life-saving uh, substance to keep their children healthy and growing. So it's imperative. Uh, that's good movement. Yeah. Absolutely. So you, you definitely have spent some time in DC. I know that. So you may can answer this question for me. If you are not present in DC, can you still send somebody to vote for you by proxy? You can right now in the House. Um, now, this is a point of contention, but uh, since Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats took back over, they've had proxy voting in place. Now, right. it's, it seems to make sense when you need to be absent for purposes of attending uh, a graduation or something very, very important uh, life experience with your family. However, Democrats, largely Democrats, have been abusing this. Um, and there's been a lot of reports whereby they, they essentially haven't been in D.C., since mm-hmm. COVID started, and even now, um, most people are going back to work, uh, but there's a lot of Democrat members of Congress that are still trying to represent their constituencies via Zoom. Uh, they don't really have any constituent services open in Washington, D.C. The Free Beacon actually did some fairly interesting reporting, if anyone's interested in seeking out some of the written analysis on this. But, yes, to answer your question, there's a method by which you can proxy vote. It's been a point of contention largely because of abuses from Democrats to continue to legislate from afar. Uh, but really, they legislate from afar. They can't come into Washington, D.C. But interestingly enough, they've been able to attend well-populated fundraisers and other important, from their perspective, social events. So, um, so there you go. That makes sense. So, yeah, every other delegation member voted for H.R. 7791. The other one, party line's not really the same. It is National Police Week, um, and Representative Guest introduced a resolution honoring the 619 police officers who either passed away or their stories resurfaced in the year 2021. So, you know, it's a, it's a feel-good bill, a feel-good resolution. And that kind of closes out politics. I'm glad the session's over. Typically, we'd be talking about politics this entire segment, Mandy. Yeah. Um, but moving on to crime, so the yeah. big headline today 
is that an upcoming Jackson Music Festival is now canceled, and that probably does trace back to the Mudbug Festival mass shooting that happened three weekends ago. So Jackson Fest, that was supposed to happen next weekend. Um, it's supposed to be some big names, Rodney Atkins, Big Crit, The Weeks, etc. Not going to happen anymore. And the reason being is they felt as if unforeseen circumstances, how they described it, then they went on, the organizers, and really just said, we're having issues with security. We think that this could uh, create, in today, in, in, uh, here's a quote, in part due to today, the climate of today's times, we feel like putting on this festival would present too many situations that have the potential to do damage to not only the city, state, community. It's getting bad in Jackson. Um, That's so sad. It, and and I guess they couldn't find an alternative location or somewhere where they could have addressed some of those uh, infrastructure issues. Right. Um, I don't know. And it's a week out. I'm born and raised in Jackson, uh, Jackson Metro, live in Jackson. And it's sad to see what's going on. You know, you just want Jackson to thrive. I think everybody in the state wants Jackson to thrive, at least most people, because it yeah. is our capital city. And so they, we got to figure something out there. Um, Mayor Lumumba had a press conference earlier this week. Uh, he... he pretty much said i need the state's help um kind of blame the state but then you know he says I, I need the state to advance the pay raises and we'll see how that comes about next um the state has made some recent changes in terms of mps they completely overtook the chief and assistant chief put new chief and assistant chief in capitol police this past week new mbi director promised 100 new capitol police officers Next year, we'll see when the session comes around if that happens. Because um, the state, I mean, they can provide funding, but they can't touch JPD like they can touch Capitol Police in terms of hands-on. Right. I can put more officers in Capitol Police. I can expand the jurisdiction of Capitol Police, which they have done. Um, so it's it's getting pretty bad, and I wish there was a silver bullet solution, as so many Mississippians do. Yeah, um, certainly. But with anything, there's typically not a silver bullet solution. No, there's not. Um, it's, it takes takes a lot of work uh, to address a lot of complex issues that in Jackson, frankly, have been going on for, for decades. It's pretty hapless what's going on. Um, some baffling stats here that I pulled earlier. So we're kind of online as last year in terms of homicides, if not a little more so. Over 52 homicides thus far this calendar year alone. But over the past four years, and I'm not blaming the mayor. I'm not blaming there right now. I just tracked it from the beginning of his tenure. First year in office in 2017, the homicide rate in Jackson was 35.63 per 100,000. Do you know the number it is for 2021? I don't. It has moved up to 99.5 per oh, 100,000, wow. nearly tripled, um, highest in the nation by over 20. Um, and it's not just a Jackson issue. It's a Mississippi issue. Mississippi is the third deadliest state in the nation. Uh, something has to be done, and I hope that uh, these moves that lawmakers and government officials are making will show some fruition. Yeah, certainly. I mean, there's nothing more important than than being able to live your life and, and feel safe and secure as you move around. It's unfortunate what, what's been happening in Jackson um, and elsewhere, so there's there's a lot of work ahead. You can't go to a festival without feeling safe, you know? Yeah. I, that's baffling to me. Um, and we see all these mass shootings. What's happened in Buffalo is just... <laughs> terribly awful um what's happened all across the country is terribly awful and safety is not as successful as i feel like it maybe it once was yeah and in a place like jackson you talk about canceling some event like that um security is the top issue but secondary to that is 
the economic growth and opportunity that brings to an area where one of the reasons um, crime continues to to grow and thrive, unfortunately, is because people feel desperate, um, limited access to opportunities and whatnot. So it's sad beyond just the, the, the headline component, which is a lack of security and walking around your own town. Right. So I hear the music coming on. A few more headlines before. You can now get $39. You can go to Orlando from Gulfport for $39. Gas prices are at a record high. And according to AAA, that's going to last until the end of the summer, if not farther. Um, Jerry Lee Lewis inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame, finally. Uh, and then, you know, uh, you've probably seen there are groups out there trying to rename the Ross Barnett Reservoir in honor of the late Bobby Cleveland, great outdoor writer. You can read all about that at supertalk.fm. All right, great. Well, JT, thank you so much for keeping us up to date on the news. For our listeners, stay tuned. We've got a brief break and more when we get back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions, high near 94. Tonight, a 30% chance of rain, partly cloudy, low around 70. Your Saturday brings a 50-50 shot of rain, partly sunny, high near 90 degrees. And for your Sunday, a 40% chance of showers, partly sunny, high near 85. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. This is Michael Guest. I'm honored to serve as your congressman. The National Right to Life Committee has given me a 100% pro-life score. And the Susan B. Anthony List has given me an A-plus rating for my work in Congress on pro-life issues. Now more than ever, it's important we speak up for the unborn and support the right to life. I'm Michael Guest. I approve this message, and I ask for your vote on June the 7th. Paid for by friends of Michael Guest. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. Access to quality health care is essential to building a healthier and stronger Mississippi. At Amerigroup, we're doing everything we can to make that a reality. So far, we've invested over $3 million to support Mississippi communities. We also bring more than 30 years of experience partnering with state Medicaid programs throughout the country. This is just the beginning of Amerigroup's commitment to enrich the lives of every Mississippian. Learn more at AmerigroupMS.com. Now more than ever, it's important to keep your vehicle in top shape. Let us keep you road ready at Cannon Nissan of Jackson. Our parts and service departments are open six days a week and no appointment is needed. Nobody beats a Cannon deal. Nobody. Open Memorial Day. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events. But thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need. A professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, 
and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomeninatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. We're rolling. Hit it. Go. Play it. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back. This is Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm Mandy Gunasekara in the Element Wealth Studios. Now, are you thinking about or planning for retirement? And if you are, do you have a plan? If you're looking for some guidance or assistance, go to myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006 to let Element Wealth help you find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. Also, if you own or run a small business, can customers find your business online? With the power of Supertalk Mississippi Digital Media, Media Digital, you can reach potential customers and get more referral and repeat business. Supertalk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. I uh, also want to remind folks our C Spire text line has been very active. I'd love for you to share your thoughts on what we're talking about or what we've discussed. You can reach us at 601-879-4395. Remember, do not text and drive. We just had a great readout of some of the stories of the week from JT. Appreciate him coming on. I want to shift a little bit back to some of our national stories and in, and in particular, what's going on on the border? Um, I, a couple weeks ago, happened to be sitting next to the former head of Customs and Border Protection. Um, it's a career position, but someone who achieved a positions of prominence in the Trump administration, Chief Rodney Scott. He's since left, uh, essentially pushed out by the change in policies of this administration. Um, now, he didn't describe it as this, but the takeaway is our Customs and Border Protection, our border agents have essentially turned into a travel agency. Um, someone put this the other day. There's very few tools at their disposal that when they capture someone illegally trying to come into this country for them to send them back. Um, now, Title 42 is something that we've been talking about for quite a while. This essentially gave CBP a tool to deport um, illegal border crossers um, in the context of covid that was put in place by the Trump administration. This administration has been doing all they can to let it expire. It will be interesting to see if Congress tries to come up with some sort of response or reaction prior to that, that 
policy officially expiring, which I believe is the, it's either the 23rd or 24th, but it's early next week. I'll look that up in just a second. But, but look, Joe Biden's disastrous border policies is continue to wreak havoc on our southern border and communities across the nation. As people come across the southern border, they are being transported inland all over this country. It's no surprise then that we have numbers from April. 234,088 illegal immigrants were apprehended attempting to cross the border, um, making it, quote, likely the highest monthly number since the Border Patrol was formed in 1924. Now, it seems like every time we hear about the state of the border, the status of illegal immigrants, um, it's record-breaking numbers. The the previous record-breaking number occurred in this administration and was likely the month prior. Um, now, compared to last April, so last year, um, the latest numbers represent a 30% increase. Now, compared to the average number of April apprehensions during the Trump administration, this is pretty, pretty stunning. Um, a 384% increase in terms of illegal immigrants who were apprehended trying to cross the Mexican border. Now, uh, you know, it's overall in this administration, you've had more than 3.3 million illegal immigrants who have crossed the border since Biden took office. And it's, look, it's not just it's not just what you typically have heard that it's immigrants coming from central, primarily central uh, America or South America. You know, the argument from Democrats and the left as well. Um, there's there's instability. There's all these sorts of problems. They're seeking new opportunities. Look, the the open border policy of the Biden administration um, and the benefits of that have reached international audiences. And so you have massive numbers of immigrants coming, not just from Central and South um, South America, but from other countries as well, including um, countries where there's a lot of people uh, that don't like this country and they have historically harbored terrorists. Um, you know, and, and it's not just people. It's not just people, uh, that are coming into this country illegally. There's been a major uptick in drugs, uh, fentanyl and other problematic substances illegally coming over the border. Um, in 2021, this is, this is terrible. Drug overdose deaths in the U.S. reached an all time high up 17% from the year prior. You know, Democrats on the left often like to say their immigration policies are rooted in being having having a mind's eye towards humanitarian um, a humanitarian heart. There's nothing humanitarian about uh, letting a massive number of illegal immigrants come into this country and with them carrying massive amounts of illegal substances that end up in communities all throughout this country that. Are, are, are killing people who are using these drugs. Um, in, in April alone, here's a pretty stunning statistic. There were 1,281 pounds of deadly fentanyl and 11,007 pounds of methamphetamine that were seized at the border. So look, Biden's open border policies, um, it, it's a direct result of what he started on day one. 
Just like what he instituted on the energy side from day one, he basically changed the equation of domestic energy producers to to extract, refine, and deliver much-needed energy sources to the American people. Um, Biden took a similar approach to his immigration policies. In the first 100 days in office, he took more than 94 executive actions, just to remind you, um, on immigration, including halting construction of the border wall, ending the remain in Mexico policy. And now they have been working to let Title 42 expire, which is one of the few remaining tools in this administration our border agents have had um, had access to to try and curb the influx of illegal immigrants and try and detain and and also curb the influx of illegal substances. The Democrats will they, they will try to blame others for their policies. But I just want to remind you of this number. Ninety four executive actions at the start of the Biden administration aimed at making it easy for illegal activity, whether it's illegal immigrants, um, the, the, the bringing in of illegal substances, degrading the security of our border and uh, inviting this type of illegal activity to occur. That was started from day one in this administration. And so don't let them get away with trying to shift blame which is all they do. They will shift blame for the consequences of their bad policies, which unfortunately have reached numerous communities throughout this country, um, leaving an unfortunate path of death and destruction in its wake. Now, there is one governor um, who, well, there's, there's numerous, but there's one recently, America's governor, Governor Ron DeSantis, um, as they call him, has been stepping up and pushing back with some new bills in Florida on Thursday, he signed a bill raising penalties for drug dealers, especially those who traffic fentanyl amid the opioid crisis. Now, I like talking about what Governor Ron DeSantis does because oftentimes the actions he take uh, sets a standard and a policy by which other governors will follow and respond. Um, now, the measure, just, just to add a little bit more context to this bill, it adds methamphetamine to the list of specified controlled substances, which if the substance causes the death of a person can subject the person who distributed the controlled substance to a conviction for first degree felony murder. Now, mandatory minimum sentences will also be increased for those trafficking fentanyl under the law. Those, the minimum for those convicted of trafficking between four and 14 grams of the drug will increase from three to seven years, while the minimum for those convicted of trafficking between 14 and 28 grams will increase from 15 to 20 years. So look, in the face of this administration, once again, setting aside a very important responsibility as a leader of this country to keep our borders safe and secure. Luckily, we have governors like Ron DeSantis stepping up, um, passing policies at the state level to protect its citizen citizens from the range of consequences um, that are, are really a result of not just President Biden, but remember our, our quote-unquote border czar, uh, Vice President Kamala Harris. Um, she's yet to actually go to the border and take a look at what's going on. Um, they're they're just totally a total dereliction 
of duty on there. And luckily, we've got the governors who are willing to stand up, push back, and protect the citizens of this country. All right, we've got to take another quick break. After the break, I'm going to be joined by our our uh, first guest from the Independent Women's Forum, Hadley Heath Manning. She's the policy director, and we're going to be talking about the latest on the the um, the formula shortage and other family related policies. So stay tuned, and we'll be back with more. <laughs> They'll be so lonely they could die. Garden Mama here for Lakeland Yard and Garden to ask you, why do we garden anyway? Are you looking for a beautiful retreat where you can get away from it all? Seeking to reduce stress? To have a home you can really enjoy and invite friends over? Lakeland Yard and Garden is ready to help with your garden paradise. In addition to being a complete nursery, greenhouse, and garden shop, Lakeland offers patio furnishings, including couches, chairs, tables, and much more. Let the professionals at Mississippi's largest garden center help you get away from it all right there in your own backyard. Why do we garden? Because we love it. We love the outdoors, and yes, we do want to get away from it all sometimes. Lakeland Yard and Garden is celebrating 43 years of serving all your garden needs. We're growing your way at Lakeland Yard and Garden. Lakeland Drive at Airport Road. From luxury hotels to homeowners, Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will exceed your expectations. Your beautiful new bath and shower are made with the same high-quality materials used in luxury hotels and installed in as little as one day. Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will provide the bath or shower custom designed you've always wanted with no heavy demo or weeks without your bath area. Visit bathfitter.com where you can design your own bath area and book your free in-home or virtual consultation. Bathfitter.com. Hi, I'm David Frederick, owner of Frederick Sales and Service in Brandon. For more than 27 years, we've been selling and servicing Exmark mowers here in central Mississippi. Whether you have a city lot, a country estate, or a large institutional property, Exmark has a mower to fit your needs. I invite you to come by and check out all of what Exmark and Frederick's has to offer. With special financing available, we have mowers in stock and ready for you. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving you since 1993. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Glykstead or online at bennelson.com. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Hey, this is Will with Service Specialists. Are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, Service Specialists has been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. We have candidates for all your administrative, professional, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Check us out online at servicespecialistltd.com. That's servicespecialistltd.com. Service Specialists, your expert recruiters helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967 with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. For the first time in history, gas prices are above $4 a gallon in all 50 states. 
Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith criticized Democratic efforts to deflect blame. They blame Republicans. They blame Putin. They blame oil companies. But Americans that has been set here before at this podium, they know better. And so many of us, has we've introduced legislation with real solutions that um, to address this. It's fallen on deaf ears. She supports legislation and policy changes to restore domestic energy production and recently co-sponsored legislation that would require the U.S. Department of the Interior to resume and maintain onshore and offshore federal oil and gas lease sales. J.P. Morgan is warning that prices will surpass six bucks nationwide by August. How has Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation impacted your life over the last 100 years? Connecting the state through broadband service, protecting your private property, great insurance, member benefits saving your hard-earned income, and oh yes, our farms grow the cleanest and safest food in the world. Agriculture and so much more. We're what's best for all Mississippi. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. 100 years of faith, family, and Farm Bureau. Become a member today at msfb.org. Prime Shrimp is a proud sponsor of Tasty Tuesday on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Go to PrimeShrimp.com to get pre-seasoned, easy-to-cook shrimp delivered straight to your door. Keeping you up to date with news, weather, and politics that affect you and your family. Super Talk Mississippi News. Your news all the time. On air and online. Super Talk Mississippi News at supertalk.fm. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. But what if the online information about your business is incorrect, or even worse, not very flattering? If your online presence isn't great, you may be losing customers. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's trusted and highly trained team is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Is everybody ready? I'm ready. Ready here. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. All right. As much as I love this song, I'd love it to play a little bit more. I want to jump right into it. This is Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm Mandy Gunasekera in the Element Wealth Studios. And we have our first Independent Women's Forum guest joining us today, Hadley Heath Manning. Um, I'll just tell you a little bit about her bio. She is the Director of Policy at IWF and the Independent Women's Voice and a Senior Blankley Fellow at the Steamboat Institute. She's testified before Congress, state legislators on various policies, various policy issues. She appears frequently on radio, on TV outlets. She's a regular guest on Fox Business. Uh, she's a favorite on Cutlow Report, and she's been featured in numerous publications, including the Wall Street Journal, Forbes, Politico, and many others. Hadley, we're so excited to have you on the show. Welcome. Thanks for having me, Mandy. Great to see you. So I want to, before jumping into some of the policies you've really been focusing on lately and issues, could you just talk a little bit about what is the Independent Women's Forum and its affiliated mission? 
Sure. So Independent Women's Forum is actually turning 30 years old this year. It's an excellent organization based in Washington, D.C. We have women, of course, across the country. I'm coming to you from Denver, Colorado. Um, it is an organization that is focused on promoting policies that aren't just well-intended, but actually enhance people's freedom, choices, and opportunities, you know, particularly focus on issues that are important to women. But our motto is all issues are women's issues. And so we've got a whole broad spectrum of issues where we take policy positions, we do research, we do advocacy, and we try to make a difference for the better. And you do a really great job. Um, I, I want to talk about one of these issues that is really percolated to the top of uh, public discourse, and this is the baby formula shortage. You know, some are referencing it's an artificial shortage. It seems like it could have been prevented. I saw yesterday uh, Representative Elise Stefanik was was making known that she had reached out to the FDA in February, talking about her concerns with access to formula after the Abbott plant in Sturgis, Michigan, was closed. Um, you know, h- how did we get to this situation? Right. Well. Uh, first of all, I'm a mom, and so this isn't just a public policy issue to me. This is a personal issue. Fortunately, my youngest child just turned one recently, so she's old enough to drink whole milk now. I had an issue with my first baby, actually, where she would have blood in her dirty diapers when she was nursing, and so eventually she had to switch to a very expensive, very specialized formula. So for any moms and dads out there who are struggling to find formula, you know, especially if you're looking for that specific kind of formula that your baby really needs, this is a very nerve-wracking time, and this is a real crisis for those families. So certainly not a political issue or manufactured crisis. This is a very real personal crisis for a lot of families in this country. And my heart goes out to them because I, I do have this experience with my first baby um, who really could not be breastfed. And so we recognize that many babies in this country are uh, fed by formula. In fact, I, I've learned a lot as I've looked into this issue. And of course, many people are familiar with the Women, Infants, and Children program. That's a program uh, for low-income women with babies. Um, it provides funding for baby formula and other um, nutritional needs for women and young children. Um, the WIC formula, uh, I'm sorry, the WIC program in this country actually funds more than half of baby formula. Um, so I you know, I look at this and, and some people say this is a market failure. You know, there was a recall by this private company. Um, there was a, a failure at one of their plants. They had to pull a lot of the formula off the shelf. A lot of people say, well, this is a market failure. I say, well, let's look at some of the government policies that have been, you know, ruling over our formula market in terms of not just the way that uh, states bid out contracts to the women, infants, and children program, but also the way that our federal government intervenes um, with imported formula. For example, there's a lot of restrictions and tariffs on formula that comes to the United States from other countries. That's another restriction on supply. And when you have a, a shortage and a crisis like what we're facing right now, lawmakers need to act immediately. They should have been working on this months ago. You're right. And Representative Stefanik was right to, she actually has a nine month old baby. So I'm sure she was, you know, paying attention to this on the, on the personal side as well. But this, I do not see this as a market failure. I see this as a failure of government policies. Longstanding government policies. And it's, it's really interesting that, um, especially on the import side, I was listening to yesterday that it, is, is it true recently in, in more recent, um, as the Biden administration has been paying attention to this, they've started taking a closer look at imports. And so they're adding a layer of bureaucratic review and assessment in a time when we're dealing with a very present crisis. 
Well, the Biden administration has just very recently tuned into this. You know, this is something that um, Representative Stefanik and others, particularly parents, have been paying attention to for a long time. I personally have seen many parents posting, for example, on Facebook groups about, I can't find my formula. What can I do? People are sharing breast milk. People are sharing cans of formula that they might have left over or that they opened, but they can't use all of it, you know. Um, but finally, the Biden administration tuned into this. And one of the things that the Biden administration has done is they have tried to um, invoke what's called the, the Defense Production Act. Um, and they're directing the Department of Defense to um, pick up formula from overseas and literally bring it over here on uh, military planes to the United States. But um, this is not something that, you know, th- this was sort of, we didn't need to get to this point. We could have been doing so much more ahead of invoking the Defense Production Act. And we could have been opening up the market. We could have been making um, it possible for women, for example, who purchase infant formula through the WIC program to choose any brand, to choose any formula provider. Many people don't realize that when a state makes a contract, with the WIC uh, program, they're making a, a contract that limits those women, limits those mothers to only one brand of formula in that state. That's not competitive. That's not allowing the market to work. And so there is uh, now a piece of legislation in place that's allowing mothers to, um, with the WIC program, buy any type of formula that's available to them. But I see this kind of like the, the COVID crisis. You know, when you're in a crisis, red tape is a big problem. But we don't need to eliminate red tape just in the midst of a crisis. We need to eliminate that red tape for good so that mothers can feed their children and so that we can have access to all that the market can provide. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. And and the legislation, the the Access to Baby Formula Act um that was was recently passed and I believe it's headed over to the president's desk, but is essentially that measure it will it will solve this issue of people who use the women, infants and children um support system, they'll have access to more than one type of formula. Is that ultimately what it will do? Right. Well, that's um, in in the in the crisis period. There is um, right now an exception allowing WIC purchasers to go with any brand that they choose. But there's other pieces. There are other pieces of active legislation that would um, essentially make that permanent to allow that freedom to be something that WIC um, participants have all the time. There's um, in the House. There is legislation that's sponsored by Representative Stefanik. The Babies Need More Formula Now Act. And in the Senate, there's another piece of legislation called the Formula. Act and uh, the Formula Act is sponsored by Senator Mike Lee and several others. It would waive tariffs on infant formula from other countries. It would exempt infant formulas from certain FDA requirements, and it would uh, give those WIC recipients permanent access to alternative formulas um, even after we get through uh, this stressful time of extreme shortage. Well, I think you're right. Like we've got to we've got to fix the current crisis. One, we should have never been here. Um, if if the administration had been paying attention to red flags um, coming from the industry, but also from lawmakers. It could have been prevented. But there's these long-standing policies that just make sense across the board to ensure we don't end up in this situation again. Is there a place where um, women who are looking for formula or they're looking for alternatives, uh, a website or something you could direct them to if they're looking for that type of information just to help them get through to where they have you know, access to a source of formula? Sure. Well, just as a very practical matter, um, and I've seen doctor friends slamming the president for doing exactly this, but I'm married to a pediatrician and I would recommend the first thing you do if you're concerned about feeding your baby, talk to your pediatrician, reach out to your pediatric office. When um, my baby needed a specific type of formula, sometimes I could get sample cans from the pediatric office that saved us a bunch of money. We weren't facing a national crisis at the time, but certainly talk to your doctor because 
you want to get access to any resources that your doctor's office might have ahead of your baby being hospitalized. And unfortunately, there have been a couple um, instances of babies being hospitalized due to the formula crisis. Um, but aside from reaching out to your pediatric office, certainly I've seen a lot of people reaching out on social media. There are organizations like Human Milk for Human Babies where people um, trade breast milk, for example. Um, but, you know, I recognize some babies can't consume breast milk. They might have a medical issue that makes it so that they need a certain type of formula. And I'd say talk to your doctor first. I don't think it's right for the Biden administration to pass the buck to doctors. Doctors certainly didn't cause this crisis, but they're there to help. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Hadley, we're we're uh, going to run out of time here pretty quickly, but I did want to touch briefly on some of the work that IWF has been doing in women's sports. Could you just briefly talk a, li- a little bit about that initiative and what we're doing to ensure that women compete against women um, and not not undercut by men who are increasingly becoming a part of the equation because of their identity? Sure. Well, IWF has long recognized that men and women are equally valuable. We deserve equal rights under the law, but we're not interchangeable. And that is never more clear than in maybe the most recent examples of uh, biological males competing against women in sports. But this is bigger than sports. This applies to women being housed in single-sex prisons, women having privacy, women having every opportunity um, so that they don't have to compete with or have their safety safety violated uh, by people who are biologically male. So we've actually um, introduced the Women's Bill of Rights, and I'd encourage people to come to IWF and IWV.org so they can learn about the Women's Bill of Rights that's intended to protect women's safety, privacy, and equal access to all opportunities um, in the face of, of efforts to undermine what it means to be a woman. Thank you so much for joining us. We've got to take a quick break, but I encourage folks to take a look at IWF.org and follow Hadley. We'll be back with more after the break. This hour of Middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back. Morgenstown has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell them. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morganstone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. If recent hailstorms have invited lurk the leak into your home, call the experts at Watkins Construction and Roofing to find out what is lurking in your roof. Our rapid response roof team will be on top of your roof as soon as the next business day with a complimentary, honest assessment of your roof's condition and offer solutions to keep your home and family safe. Say goodbye, lurk the leak. Call Watkins Construction and Roofing today at 601-966-8233 or visit losetheleak.com. What do you have to lose but your leak? Here in Mississippi, we believe that life is precious and must be protected. But Congressman Guest voted twice to give $1.1 billion of your tax dollars to Planned Parenthood, the nation's largest abortion provider. I'm Michael Cassidy, and my promise to you is that unlike Congressman Guest, I will never vote to give even a penny in taxpayer funding to Planned Parenthood. I'm Michael Cassidy, a pro-life Republican candidate for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Michael Cassidy for Congress. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. Rogers Dab Service Parts and Quick Lube are open Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. till 6 p.m. and Saturdays from 7 a.m. till 3 p.m. Crossgates Brandon or RogersDabs.com. 
This is a midday agri-market report. Bayer has submitted voluntary new label restrictions to EPA for its Decalba, Herbicide, Extendamax, and other companies may follow suit. The EPA referenced potential label changes coming to over-the-top Decalba herbicides for the 2023 growing season in a court document filed on May the 16th. According to the agency, Bayer submitted a proposed amendment to the 2020 registration for its Extendamax herbicide to the EPA on March the 18th. It involves, quote, additional use restrictions, unquote, for counties where certain federally listed threatened or endangered species are present. Bayer supported its request with several studies conducted during the 2021 growing season and with other analysis that, according to the EPA document, which was filed in the U.S. District Court for the District of Arizona, where the EPA is currently facing a lawsuit over its 2020 Decomba registrations. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money. But they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go license. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. It's so awesome! Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Come on, let's get on with the show! On Super Talk Mississippi. I like coconuts. Break them open, they'll smell like ladies lying in the sun. If I had my way, I'd give a coconut to everyone. All right. Welcome back. This is Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi, and I'm Mandy Gunasekera in the Element Wealth Studios. Now, speaking of Element Wealth, are you thinking about or planning for retirement? And if you are, do you have a plan? If not, I'd suggest you go to Element myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006 to let Element Wealth help you find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. Also want to remind all of our listeners that we have a Super Talk Mississippi YouTube channel. There's a ton of content from Super Talk Mississippi on our new YouTube channel. Just search Super Talk Mississippi on YouTube or go to supertalk.fm backslash YouTube. Be sure and subscribe for free to get the latest scoop on what's happening in Mississippi news, politics, sports, and the good things happening here in the state. Okay, so I want to shift a little bit to uh, another story, um, Elon and Twitter. So this has been going, uh, going on for some time. You may have seen that Elon Musk has purported to purchase Twitter. Um, it's caused a lot of concern among 
those of the left that essentially have designed Twitter to suppress and make it harder for the thoughts and perspectives of conservatives to to get out and be discussed. They have all sorts of algorithms. They've been claiming that this wasn't the case, but when Elon proposed to purchase Twitter for purposes of ensuring that Twitter is the the market square, that anyone has access to the market square to engage in discourse, whether you agree with it or not. He's essentially gone about purchasing Twitter um, to, to save Twitter from itself and those that now work there. Now this deal, it's been uh it's been a bit of a roller coaster. It's currently paused and it has to do with the number of bots that are on Twitter. Um, now, I was at a conference. I, I mentioned this earlier. I was at a conference earlier this week where Elon spoke, and he was talking about the deal. And one of the things he said, um, you know, the the number of bots. So these are 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 um, Twitter users that aren't actual people. It's just tied to one person with a computer controlling a lot of various accounts. Um, Twitter has said that 5% of its total users are bots, yet it says the number could be higher. For Elon, this is important because if there's a higher presence of, of bots versus people on Twitter, it means that the value of the company could potentially be, low, be lower than what was previously represented. Um, when, when he was talking, he used this as an example. So the most liked tweet ever put out there by a human was one of his own tweets, the one where he, he put out that next he was going to buy Coca-Cola and put the cocaine back in, uh, in that substance like it occurred when it was initially created. He got 4.8 million likes. Now his point is there are purportedly a total of 1.3 billion Twitter accounts and There are 211 million daily active users. This is all from Twitter. However, it's, it's a bit of a discrepancy if the most liked tweet ever only got 4.8 million likes if there are purportedly 211 million people using it every day. So there's some issues to work out there whether or not that deal will ultimately go through. But I'll tell you this. Um, I've, I've never spent a lot of time paying attention and listening to Elon Musk discussions, but in, in the speech that he gave, um, and the back and forth, it was a Q and A session. Um, he's, he's on top and, and really committed to ensuring, um, people have access to engage in our first amendment rights. You know, he's an immigrant born in South Africa, um, lived in Canada for a bit and then came here. And sometimes it's those those people who have a, a higher appreciation for what it means to truly have access to engage in the public square, uh, Twitter now in the digital world we live in and elsewhere. Uh, Facebook is a part of it too, but not directly tied to this ongoing interaction. He's very committed to ensuring that everyone has access to that. And, and what he basically said, which I really appreciated, was... Um, Look, if someone you don't like says something you disagree with, then that means the the First Amendment is actually working, and that's something we should seek out and cultivate um, and grow in this country. So we'll stay tuned on on what's happening. Um, you know, whatever the media says, Elon will definitely be a couple steps ahead. Now, you may have seen, uh, it was either yesterday or the day before, sometimes I lose track of the exact timing, but he announced that he is going to be voting Republican and that there would likely be attack on him and his character. He's been a lifelong Democrat. He actually said he'd never voted in a Republican uh, for a Republican previously. He announced on Twitter he was going to be changing course. And wouldn't you know, uh, almost a day after he said that, uh, suddenly 
there are allegations that um, he that that someone was subject to sexual misconduct. Now, Elon's response was, um, "If if I had a history of that, it's interesting that after 30 years of my life, I would sub- suddenly engage in something like this." And he he said that there's more to the story, so we'll see. But now that he's a Republican, the hit pieces are coming his way. Um, so all I have to say is, Elon, welcome to the club. Unfortunately, the hit pieces are still going to be coming down the pike. But outside of that. We've got to take a quick break. We've got more news to get to and our next host. Stay tuned. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. Online at baroniestreepros.com. Fox News, I'm Karen McHugh. President Biden is in South Korea on day one of a six-day trip to Asia. The purpose of the president's trip is to deepen economic ties with Indo-Pacific partners to counterbalance China. But Biden has started out his trip with a tour of a Samsung factory with the newly elected South Korean president talking about supply chains. Later on, he'll launch a new economic framework to replace the Trans-Pacific Partnership former President Trump left in 2017. Fox's Jackie Heinrich, the president, heads to Japan next week. As the Biden administration prepares to lift Title 42 authority along the southern border Monday, one high-ranking Texas official is worried. If he repeals Title 42, you're talking about as many people coming in in the... In this first term of the Biden administration, more people coming here illegally that we apprehend than live in New York City. GOP Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick on Fox. America is listening to Fox News. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. Walking into Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is like walking into a spa. With its relaxed atmosphere and luxurious setting, you'll definitely feel at ease. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, you can choose either a male or female doctor, whatever makes you more comfortable. Plus, Carter Sledge has the very latest in technology, like same-day crowns. Find out more at cartersledgedental.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, our smile begins with yours. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Law enforcement agencies across the state are losing personnel to other states. Hines County Sheriff Tyree Jones explains. You have Memphis coming to recruit here. You have Dallas. These people have better benefits and better salaries. Salaries have increased over the past few years, but Mississippi is still near the bottom when it comes to police pay. You start out at a salary in some of these agencies, whereas it would take you years to even reach that salary here in the state of Mississippi. Covington County Sheriff Daryl Perkins says there's also competition within the state. 
even other agencies local to us are trying to recruit some of my guys, you know, and they can pay more money. And and if you want to keep qualified applicants, you know, we're going to have to eventually wake up and pay more money. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. Just three words tell you everything you need to know. They tell you why we employ more than 2,000 workers at our factory in Virginia Beach and why over 10,000 local steel dealers are putting battery power in the hands of Americans. Just three words. Made in America. Real steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. The majority of steel products sold in America are made in America of U.S. and foreign materials. Batteries and chargers are sourced internationally. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery-powered tools, from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. We're still waiting for an official ruling from the Supreme Court on the Mississippi abortion case. Though a leaked draft opinion indicates a majority of the justices are considering overturning Roe v. Wade and giving states the power to regulate abortion. Thursday, Vice President Kamala Harris met virtually with abortion providers. We believe in the expansion of rights, not the restriction of rights. Representative Becky Curry detailed Mississippi's trigger laws. In 2007, before I got here, I came in 2008, um, Senator Joey Fillingane put a bill in and it passed that if Roe v. Wade were to ever uh, uh, be set aside, that um, abortion would be banned in the state of Mississippi. And There's also legislation that would ban abortions once a fetal heartbeat can be detected. That's usually at six weeks. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. Pine Grove Behavioral Health understands that lasting recovery and healing begins at the roots of who we are. Transformation is deeply woven into the core of each individual through broad-reaching treatment options. As a result, we have gained a reputation as one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses, drawing an expertise and multiple whole-life treatment programs to effectively address the real complexities of life and addiction. Call 1-888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com for more information. One place, many solutions. Twilight Concerts at Renaissance are back. Ratchet Entertainment presents Twilight Concert Series at Renaissance. Saturday, July 9th with J.J. Gray and Mo Fro. Big Head Todd and the Monsters. Plus Jay and the Causeways. Tickets are on sale now at TwilightMS.com. That's TwilightMS.com. Brought to you in part by Southern Beverage, Renaissance, Ridgeland First, and Watkins Construction. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. And now... The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. That's what I like to listen to. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Here on Super Talk Mississippi.
Welcome back. As we officially transition from mid-morning to afternoon, this is Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi, and I'm Mandy Gunasegara in the Element Wealth Studios. Now, speaking of Element Wealth, um, are you thinking about or planning for retirement? And if so, do you have a plan? If you're looking for a plan, go to myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006 to let Element Wealth help you find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. Now, I want to remind everyone um, also of the C Spire text line. We're getting some great, great commentary on on the line. Um, we've just got some some really well-informed and engaged listeners um, every time uh, I get some interaction. Um, it just makes me really proud of the folks of Mississippi and how they pay attention to and weigh in on the issues. If you want to join that conversation, you can share your thoughts with us at 601-879-4395. Again, just a reminder, please do not text and drive. And one more quick note, you can now Get just about every Super Talk Mississippi show on your favorite podcast app. The Gallo Show, Middays with Gerard Gibbert, Good Things, Sports Talk Mississippi, along with favorites like Thunder and Lightning, The Rebel Report, The Eagle Hour, and many more Super Talk Mississippi podcasts are available. Just search for Super Talk on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Um, all right, so we are going to now shift over. We have our uh, final host for the show, Miss Gabriella Hoffman, I've seen has popped up on the screen. Hello and welcome. Howdy. Good afternoon. I'm so sorry. I couldn't find the link, but I'm here now. <laughs> I'm excited no, to chat with you. <laughs> no, that's okay. We're, we're glad you're with us. Just to let the listeners know a little bit about your background, um, Gabriella or Gabby is a freelance media consultant, columnist, podcaster, and award-winning outdoor writer. Her columns and commentary have been featured in dozens of national publications, including Washington Post, Forbes, Marie Claire, and Time Magazine. She was also recently elected to the Professional Outdoor Media Association's Board of Directors. She hosts a really great podcast I encourage folks to seek out. We'll talk a little bit about it called the District of Conservation Podcast and has a C-Fact original video series called Conservation Nation. Our paths cross because we're both visiting fellows at the Independent Women's Forum. You just heard from Hadley and... Now we have Gabby to talk to us about the state of energy, conservation, and a few other issues. Um, Gabby, again, welcome. I want to talk about first gas prices. Um, you had a number of the administration officials, the Secretary of Energy, the Secretary of the Interior on Capitol Hill yesterday. Um, and, you know, expectedly, it was brought up the fact that Americans are now paying an average of $4.58 per gallon, an over 91% spike from when Biden took office um, in terms of the price per gallon of gas. I want to play one clip of Senator Joss Hawley um, questioning Secretary Granholm when she was on the Hill about this. Um, Secretary Granholm, today in the state of Missouri, the average price of gasoline today, as of this morning, is $4.10. Average price of diesel is $5.18. And I'm sure you've seen the reporting this morning that now AAA is projecting that gas prices will hit a national average, average of $6 a gallon by the month of August. 
Is this acceptable to you? No, it is not. And you can thank the activity of Vladimir Putin for invading Ukraine and pulling essentially oh, nonsense. those barrels. Uh, with all due respect, Madam Secretary, that's utter nonsense. In January of 2021, the average gas price in my state was $2.07. Eight months later, eight months later, long before Vladimir Putin invaded Ukraine, that price was up over 30%, and it has been going up consistently since. What are you doing to reverse this administration's policies that are drawing down our own supply of energy in this country, that are throttling oil and gas production in the United States of America. What are you doing about it? With respect, sir, it is not administration policies that have affected supply and demand. How can you... Okay, so so you get the point. How, how is it that, uh, you know, t- talk to us a little bit about what are the policies that actually are impacting? Um, it's not Putin's price hike. It's, it's Biden policies. But could you go a little bit into um, what this administration is doing that is really causing Americans to feel the pain at the pump? There are so many policies that can explain this. And I recall, I think your listeners will recall Secretary Granholm laughing off high prices just as they were starting to spike. It was right before Putin's invasion of Ukraine. And I think you don't have to lump the two issues together. You can oppose Russian invasion. I'm very critical of Putin. I'm probably one of the most stalwart anti-Putin people because my family is from Eastern Europe. But he has nothing to do largely with the domestic policies in energy that are very, very high and resulting in a lot of high gas prices for everyone. But as you know, and we've talked about this before too, day one, they stopped all permitting for new oil and gas leases. They made everything climate-centric with respect to energy policy. And in last fall, actually maybe towards the tail end of the beginning of winter, the Department of Interior issued a review of the leasing program, and they said, well, we're going to raise royalty rates in the hopes of eventually encouraging detransitioning away from oil and gas. They did the same exact thing under Obama's Interior Secretary Sally Jewell for phasing out coal leases on oil or on uh, federal public lands, excuse me. So this is part of the plan to detransition away from fossil fuels, which make our living situation a lot cheaper and also are necessary for these so-called alternatives that they are espousing and wanting us to adopt, forcibly speaking. But you have this leasing program po- uh, problem explaining in in bringing this problem about i was just in arizona and utah filming for my conservation nation series i had never seen gas prices i saw gas prices in the five dollar category for regular unleaded gas in phoenix outside scottsdale that's unheard of i was speaking to a friend who works in the fishing industry she's not political and she said to me gas prices rose 30 cents in the last week this is crazy i don't see a light at the end of the tunnel that's what she had told me uh almost verbatim And so regular people are seeing this, people who don't follow politics. They're seeing that the cost of living is rising, especially with respect to energy costs. Also, your uh, rates that you're paying for your utility bills, those are going up too. People are not talking about that as well, but you're paying more at the pump, you're paying more in utility bills, and it seems like there's no break in sight with this. But yes, a lot of their policies, especially what they did on day one, executive actions are explaining the price hikes we're, we're seeing right now. And seemingly they're all at war on domestic energy production. You know, it's it, it reeks of some degree of tone deafness that in the face of record high gas prices, this administration canceled some offshore oil and gas leases. Um, there were two scheduled in the Gulf of Mexico, one scheduled up in Alaska. And one of the reasons they cited was a, quote, lack of industry interest. Now, what's your take on uh, the the truth, if there is any, behind using that as a justification. 
That is simply put what a lot of people say, fake news. There is a lot of industry interest to explore safely. The problem is there are a lot of roadblocks to them being able to pursue projects. Also, there is pressure corporate-wise and financially from banks. They're not lending to companies that want to do these projects. They're not giving them loans because of pressure from social corporate responsibility advocates. A lot of people on the far left are pressuring these financial firms to not uh, back these projects financially. We saw it with many cases. They said, don't do it in Anwar, don't do it here. So there is an interest in the industry. You talk to smaller producers, not your Exxon and your bigger conglomerates, although some of them are starting to come around and maybe realize like appeasing these people who are not in the best interest of energy dominance or energy production here in the States, domestically speaking, I think some of them are coming around. But you talk to people who are not these big conglomerates. They say they're being hamstrung. They're not having the ability to safely extract and explore. Uh, they're not going to be able to pay fair rates because they are increasing royalty rates. The administration will give them credit. They said they're going to allow for some exploration of the leases that they've approved. But it's a minuscule amount. It's not anywhere near needed to help offset the problems they've created. Plus, they're exhausting the strategic petroleum reserve. So it's not the industry. It's more so the government. Yeah, and you bring up a good point. There's there's barriers to actual production, but there are also barriers in the finance sector. It's largely coming from a school of thought referred to as ESG investing or environmental, social, and governance. Just for our listeners to explain really quick, it's a set of criteria that purportedly measures a business's commitment to environmental, social, and governance principles, and they typically take the form of environmental sustainability practices, social justice issues, and Democrat and fair corporate governance. Um, all of these really are designed to make it harder for people in traditional energy um, industries to to not be able to to get the funding and the capital credit they need to build out projects. Gabby, we have to take a really quick break, but I've got you on for one one more segment. We can we can wrap up the conversation on ESG and then get into some of your conservation work. To our listeners out there, stay tuned. You don't want to miss the follow up with Gabriella Hoffman, our guest from the Independent Women's Forum. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions, high near 94. Tonight, a 30% chance of rain, partly cloudy, low around 70. Your Saturday brings a 50-50 shot of rain, partly sunny, high near 90 degrees. And for your Sunday, a 40% chance of showers, partly sunny, high near 85. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. This is Michael Cassidy. I've spent my career as a fighter pilot in the Navy, and now I'm running for Congress in the Republican primary here in Mississippi's 3rd District. Our district represents the best of America. We're pro-life, pro-American, and pro-Trump. But Congressman Guest has not upheld these principles. Congressman Guest voted to give $1.1 billion of your taxpayer dollars to Planned Parenthood, the nation's largest abortion provider. He's voted to bring in an unlimited number of foreign workers that take our jobs and suppress our wages. 
and he was one of the few Republicans to join Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats in voting for the January 6th Commission. Unlike guests, I oppose sending even one penny of your money to Planned Parenthood. I support securing our border, limiting foreign worker visas, a moratorium on legal immigration, and banning foreign ownership of U.S. land. I'll fight to fix our country's broken election system and get President Trump back in the White House in 2024. I'm Michael Cassidy, a pro-Trump, America first Republican running for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Michael Cassidy for Congress. Hey guys, this is Jacqueline with Honestly Beef. Why should you do business with me? Because Honestly Beef is a certified, genuine Mississippi member. That means it's the purest quality beef raised right here in South Mississippi, guaranteed. Hey mama, tell everybody about your website, honestlybeef.com. Simply visit honestlybeef.com and order gate to plate service. The purest quality Mississippi beef will be delivered right to your front door. That's honestlybeef.com. And remember, Use the code word radio for free shipping. Morganstone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell them. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morganstone in Brandon. Morganstone.com Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Dream Home AC Systems. (laughs) Are you feeling it? (sighs) The new degree of comfort. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Now back to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back. This is Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm Mandy Gunasekera in the Element Wealth Studios, and I am still joined by Gabriella Hoffman, who is a visiting fellow at the Independent Women's Forum. We were just wrapping up the last conversation talking about um, really some a damaging approach to investing designed to push investors away from our traditional um, energy industries and services, but it's, it's also found its way some criticism from an unlikely person. Gabby, you just wrote an article about the fact that Elon Musk, I was talking about earlier, but Elon Musk, um, you know, the, the creator and establisher of Tesla, um, he is has become increasingly critical of ESG as well. Could you talk a little bit about that? Yes. So I think like anything in life, when you are personally afflicted or let's say scorned by people who are supposed to be your allies, you start to shift. And that is the case with Elon Musk, obviously Tesla CEO. And he's kind of gone on a very interesting journey politically and also culturally too. He obviously with his acquiring of Twitter, soon to be acquisition of Twitter, it has probably awakened him to a lot of things. And I think he's started to observe things for a while. But his qualms with ESG is that the S&P 500 Global took Tesla off the list 
for the ESG index, citing that they're not reducing carbon emissions enough and they have some questionable business practices. So he was pointing out, and obviously his company posted a 2021 impact report saying, well, actually, the ESG findings don't account for actual positive contributions. It's more like virtue signaling on the financial front. And so he has said, well, this is really just a scam. That's how he labeled it verbatim. And he said that it doesn't measure environmental impact or environmental contributions on the business side. So I think more and more people in his position, high profile folks in the financial sector are going to start calling out ESG for what it is. And he's actually not the first person, interestingly enough, one of the biggest uh, companies or former representatives of BlackRock, BlackRock, excuse me, as I noted in my piece, Tariq Friday, he had actually um, talked about how it actually is just mere virtue signaling as well. So he had said, like, green bonds really don't equate to anything. And uh, there's a lot of subjective studies about how long and far-reaching these kind of investments go and that they're actually really not that impactful. And also the Harvard Business Review had concluded that the impacts from these financial investments are actually very minuscule. So they're not as impactful financially and economically as they are touted to be. So Elon Musk certainly sounded the alarm on ESG. So I think more will follow because people like to look to him for inspiration, for guidance. And a lot of people, I think, will start to follow cues from him. So very encouraging to see that, actually. So someone as prominent as him. Yeah, well, and it's it's easy to say he's a market-moving figure. That's what hap- is happening in the private sector. Um, just to let listeners know, too, there's efforts by this administration to integrate ESG standards over the Securities and Exchange Commission. Um, Gabrielle and I have been writing a couple pieces to highlight this, but uh, we'll be talking about this more for sure. Now let's shift a little bit about um, your conservation work. Um, could you talk a little bit about your work affiliated with the 30 by 30 policies um, and recent pushback and response if you've been, been getting from folks as you've traveled around the country to talk to people impacted by it? Yeah, so my work's my work out West recently was not specifically about 30 by 30, but I did travel to the Stop 30 by 30 Summit and I spoke at it in Lincoln, Nebraska, where there are about 200 activists, very serious people. These are not conspiracy theorists. These are very well-researched, respectable individuals from their respective states. You have county commissioners, you have activists, you have politicians, a lot of people who are very plugged into, include into the private or the public land space. They're very much involved They are stakeholders who like to have their opinion considered, and they feel very left out in conversations about 30-30. But more specifically, uh, many people are very concerned that a tool that is being used by the administration, specifically national monument enlargements under the Antiquities Act, can be used as part of 30-30 plans. So that was what largely brought me out west, and I talked about that a little bit with my video, and just extolling how you have to keep public lands designations as is and not exceed let's say presidential or even governmental authority on that because that could actually keep people off public lands. But 3030 more specifically, you start to see a lot of momentum building up against it because there are many questions about the scope and scale of the reach of the program. As I've noted at IWF quite often, we have highlighted the alternatives to 30 by 30. We've also kind of broken down the numbers. Is the administration being truthful? And I've argued that they are not. They're undercounting how many percentage of lands, public lands, especially out west, are already protected and sectioned off for no multiple uses. About 40% or so, not 30%, is already conserved. And you talk to different states and people from states out west. With Utah, for example, nearly two-thirds of lands there are held by the feds. And about a little bit less in Utah, about maybe a 
a third to about 40% are held by the feds as well. So in Nevada is almost 100% federally controlled as well. I didn't go to Nevada, but if you go more out west, same with Alaska, you'll start to notice that. So a lot of states out west have great concerns about 30-30 scope. It also doesn't define conservation clearly, and that is why there are letters from Senators Kramer and other Republican lawmakers, even the likes of Mitt Romney, who is actually pretty attuned to these public lands issues, much like Mike Lee in Utah. So you have a lot of senators raising alarms, and they are wanting a NEPA review. They sent a letter to the White House CEQ office asking for a review because of the grand scale of 30 by 30, this initiative, and what would it take to be implemented. So they've demanded that they have a response by mid-June. I'm not sure if they're going to get a response because it seems like this administration doesn't want to give a response. They're very determined to implement this without feedback, although they're saying we're welcoming local stakeholder opinion. We want to have hunters and anglers chime in on this issue. We really welcome private property rights. I think it's just a mirror of trying to assuage concerns. And I've talked to people in Utah and Arizona who said it sounds great and they're trying to placate perhaps whatever their agenda is and and say that, yes, we're having a good faith effort and trying to bring in all these stakeholders. But you talk to people behind the scenes, they say that uh, one commissioner that I spoke to said that Secretary Interior, Secretary of Interior, uh, uh, Deb Holland, uh, said, okay, we'll, we'll hear you out. But she already had a predetermined response about monument enlargements and even 30-30. So they say a great thing in public, but behind the scenes, they're pretty adamant and pretty clear about their intentions. And many stakeholders at West feel very, very kind of sidelined and worried that they're going to implement this without any stakeholder feedback and input and just cause a lot of confusion and really distort what conservation means. A lot of people see 30 by 30 as a preservationist plan And if people ask, you know, in the sporting community, a lot of sportsmen are very hesitant to take a position because they want to have a seat at the table thinking if they're neutral and they say, okay, we could be open to this, that they'll be received well. But I'm not so I'm not so optimistic like some of my friends in the bigger sport or sporting community writ large. And I worry that they're negotiating away hunting access and hunting rights. Probably a topic we'll we'll go into about uh, the perspective ban on lead bullets and tackle on public lands. That's a lawsuit that is potentially pending from the Fish and Wildlife Service, potentially with settling with Center for Biological Diversity. And so sportsmen and women are trying to take a neutral approach, but because they are starting to negotiate away public access for hunters and anglers, I think they may start to come around on this. But that's kind of a long-winded overview of it, but you do start to see more congressional response starting to take fold, especially because this is such a grand scale project and initiative. That's right. The, the, and, and just so our listeners know, 30 by 30, we, we reference it all the time, but it's to conserve at least 30% of U.S. land and ocean by 2030, which is a part of an international push this administration is trying to adopt domestically, um, for purposes of advancing their climate change agenda. And Gabby's been really great going around talking to folks. Um, you know, and, and one of the things you mentioned this, they, they, their mentality to protecting the, the environment is to prohibit or preserve versus um, use in a responsible manner. You've written extensively about it. Um, and, and at the heart of, of one of those issues is forest health. So could you talk a little bit about policies this administration has pushed um, that really lend itself to unhealthy forests that really is a response to their prohibitive style policies um, that are preventing private property owners and others from being able to go in and maintain healthy forests, which will be increasingly important as we go into the summer season where there will no doubt be wildfires around the country. 
Absolutely. And on my way to Phoenix, Arizona, I actually caught a sight of the New Mexico fire that is currently raging just east of Albuquerque. And it was horrific to see that even from the plane, it was quite obvious, even from 30,000 feet above, just the impact of those high-intensity wildfires. But with respect to the administration, President Biden signed an executive order on Earth Day pledging his support to address wildfires. And again, he attached it to climate change, not separating the issue because it is a tertiary the impact of climate is very kind of minuscule compared to the grand scheme of things. Live fuels are the biggest impact. Weather patterns are the second most important contributing factor to high intensity fires and climate comes at third. So the fact that they continue to lump forest management with climate change really defeats the essence of the need to manage forests. But also in his executive order, he talked about pumping in millions and billions of dollars to forest enhancement. It wasn't very specific. I also talked about this at IWF as well. They don't really talk about prescribed burn regimens, mechanical thinning, and they said that they want to stretch this out across 10 years. There's no no, there's no time. You have to do this within five years even quicker because right. there's such a magnificent backlog. There's, I think, 80 million acres of forest that require immediate treatment and they keep continuing right, Gabby, to kick this can down I, the road. We're going to run out of time really quick, but just for our listeners, um, you can hear more from her from her District of Conservation podcast. Um, Gabby, thank you for joining us. She has a lot to say on these issues. We'll have more after the break. How can RJ Young help you with digital communications, managed IT services, business process outsourcing, and office equipment and technology? RJ Young is your source for the technology solutions that power your business. For more information and a quick demo of the modern office and how it's increasing efficiency and bottom lines of businesses across the country, visit us at themodernoffice.com. Frisco Deli, serving giant sandwiches, award-winning rib plates, and original recipe catfish with a family-friendly atmosphere. Open 10.30 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday. Frisco Deli, we have something for everyone. Located just off Pearson Road on Phillips Lane in Pearl. Come see us. As a former prosecutor and now as your congressman, I'm very concerned about the crisis of illegal immigration and drugs coming across America's southern border. I'm Michael Guest. I've gone to the border several times this year to meet law enforcement officers who are working hard to protect us. They deserve our support. You have my commitment to always fight for stronger border security to make our communities a safer place to live, worship, and raise a family. I'm Michael Guest, and I approve this message. Paid for by friends of Michael Guest. Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. I'm here to help you with your construction site. We have many different options such as portable toilets, handicap units, hand washers, eye washers, and also roll-off dumpsters. When you gotta go, please call gotta go. 601-879-3969. This is Allison Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family-owned and operated. We offer fine merchandise at reasonable prices. We have what you need to make your outdoors beautiful and colorful. Callaway's has a large selection of trees and shrubs. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture with all the new 2022 collections arriving. We 
We offer landscaping. Our designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape from a small job to a total transformation. Let Callaway's turn your backyard into a staycation destination. Give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Bring your truck or trailer. Callaway's offers bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Refilling your propane tanks is always the better option, and Callaway's is a propane refilling station. When you refill, you get more propane for less money. Callaway's in Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Everything for home and garden, that's what Callaway's is. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Law enforcement agencies across the state are losing personnel to other states. Hines County Sheriff Tyree Jones explains. You have Memphis coming to recruit here. You have Dallas. These people have better benefits and better salaries. Salaries have increased over the past few years, but Mississippi is still near the bottom when it comes to police pay. You start out at a salary in some of these agencies, whereas it would take you years to even reach that salary here in the state of Mississippi. Covington County Sheriff Daryl Perkins says there's also competition within the state. Even other agencies local to us are trying to recruit some of my guys, you know, and they can pay more money. And and if you want to keep qualified applicants, you know, we're going to have to eventually wake up and pay more money. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. Your news, your talk, your weather, and your sports. All in one place. Supertalk.fm. Every show, every podcast, and every late-breaking story. All in one place. Supertalk.fm. Join Mississippi's handyman, Buddy Slowick, every Saturday from 10 till noon as he broadcasts live from the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation studio. Contact MCEF today. Leading the way in training, credentials, and job placement. Down trees and limbs contacting power lines can lead to power outages. If you are a homeowner, don't get stuck in the dark. Let Taylor Power Systems protect your home against outages with a standby power generator. Financing is now available. Call Taylor Power Systems today at 601-932-5674 to discuss the right standby generator for your home. Whether you're a rebel, a bulldog, a golden eagle, or just a sports fan, Super Talk Mississippi has got a podcast for you. For you. Sports Talk Mississippi, The Rebel Report, Thunder and Lightning, The Super Talk Eagle Hour are all now available for you. And it's all free. Free. Get them all on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. You're listening to Middays with Gerard. Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Again, another song I hate to interrupt. Rhino, you've been killing it with the lead-in music today. Oh, having a little fun on Friday. 
Yeah, it's good to loosen up, change things up a bit. Um, now, welcome back. This is Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm Mandy Gunasekera here in the Element Wealth Studios. Now, speaking of Element Wealth, are you thinking about or planning for retirement? And if so, do you have a plan? If not, I'd suggest you go to myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006 to let Element Wealth help you find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. Okay, if you're just joining us, um, we had a really great interview a woman named Gabriella Hoffman. Uh, there were a few folks asking if she had a website. She does. It's GabriellaHoffman.com. You can search that and, and pull up her site and take a look at a lot of the work she's been doing. But she's really been pushing back and bringing, bringing light into the discrepancy between a preservationist approach um, to protecting the earth, wildlife, and encouraging diversity versus conservation. She's been at the front lines, has has engaged in a ton of media work, which is worth checking out. And especially she works a lot with the hunters and anglers crowd, um, our hunters and fishermen, and a variety of organizations that seek out uh, protection of, of access to those extracurricular activities. She does a lot of work out west where um, it's a little bit harder in st- some areas because of the high number of federally controlled areas. And unfortunately, we've seen in this administration pushing policies um, in the name of, of monument protection and others to limit access to these lands. And what what we've learned um, throughout the history of this country and certainly um, highlighted by a lot of Gabby's work is when when people are able to go in um, and interact with the land in a conservation way, okay, so responsible, um, whether it's using resources for energy or whether it is hunting and um, leveling out, balancing populations for fish or or um, on-land species, it actually creates and cultivates healthier a healthier environment overall. Um, there's just a lot of skewed policies coming out right now that are eliminating that, and there's very real consequences on the wildfire side of the the equation, um, you know, you will hear, and you already have this year, folks will blame an uptick in, in wildfires due to climate change and a cl- changing climate. Um, but the majority of the issue with wildfires, it's, it's man-created. It's because there's policies in place that prevent people from responsibly going in, managing forests, um, ultimately getting rid of dead underbrush or trees that have died for a variety of reasons, thinning that out, um, which means that forests are uh, more resilient towards wildfires, which have always occurred, but they don't get to the degree and gravity that we've seen in recent years because there's a lot of dead underbrush that, but for policies, people could go in, thin out, and even engage in prescribed burns. It's much better to have prescribed burn um, than it is to have a uncontrolled wildfire. Um, but unfortunately, this policy um, will will stick to its climate change agenda, even when it has very dire and direct consequences in the space of forest health, um, access for hunters and anglers to use the land, um, and even the energy crisis. Now, I want to shift to something that's going on internationally. You may not have heard, but it's it's a very big deal. And the reason I bring it up is because this administration, again, is is trying to push the policy of green fertilizer or natural solutions. They're bringing this up because a lot of, of uh, fertilizer 
comes from Russia or is made as a derivative of natural gas. And with everything that's going on in that industry, fertilizer has become increasingly expensive. It's already a high cost for farmers. Um, usually farmers' highest costs are uh, fuel, diesel fuel, that is, uh, fertilizer and labor. labor. Um, but... In the current situation, fertilizer prices are skyrocketing, and this administration's response, this is from a couple weeks ago, but but I bring it up to tie into what's going on in Sri Lanka. Um, the administrator of the United States Agency for International Development, USAID, Samantha Power, said that Besides asking Congress for humanitarian assistance, the administration could encourage countries to find, quote, natural solutions to the fact um, and in response to spiking prices of fertilizer and limited access. And and here's the whole quote. <laughs> Bear with me. She says fertilizer shortages are real because Russia is a big exporter of fertilizer, even though uh, fertilizer is not sanctioned, less fertilizer is coming out of Russia. Okay, we know that. As a result, this is what the Biden administration is doing. They are working with countries to think about natural solutions like manure and compost, and this may hasten transitions that we would have been that that would have been in the interest of farmers to make eventually anyway. So never let a crisis go to waste. Now, a lot of the news from when she first said this was focusing on her her literally saying the quiet quiet part out loud. Never let a crisis go to waste. But we've seen this time and again. This administration will use a crisis, be it COVID or um, you know their crisis of climate change, to try and push extreme policies uh, that that have very dire consequences. Now. With green fertilizers, this is something the country of Sri Lanka, this is a small island nation um, off of the southeastern coast of India. Um, and in, last year, the country embraced these natural solutions in green fertilizer. Um, it was uh, last last May, I believe, they the president stopped the use of chemical fertilizers and pesticides. Um, now, this is an island nation of 22 million people. It used to be self-sufficient in food, but May of last year, after the president banned chemical fertilizers and pesticide or pesticides, um, in the name of making the country the world's first to fully adopt organic agriculture, has wreaked havoc predictably, but unfortunately has wreaked havoc on their food supply and the ability of farmers um, to to not only produce food for their community and their country, but to earn a respectable living. Um, experts have estimated a drop of 20 to 70 percent in terms of crop output because of the limit on use of of your traditional um, pest or your chemical based pesticides and fertilizer and for rice this is a really big deal this is a staple of the Sri Lankan diet output fell by 40 to 50 percent. Now, the country is literally on the cusp of an economic downturn. Um, I believe it was yesterday for the first time they've defaulted on their debt and they have, they have this food shortage. People are not able to get access to food and it is resulting in massive protest and violence that has erupted in the streets amidst other political affiliated turmoil. So look, we, we know what happens if you embrace these type of green policies. Um, 
And this administration, yet this administration is advertising this type of approach as a solution to high gas prices, which results in high fertilizer prices. They're pushing their green agenda regardless of the consequences that are occurring right now. And if we were to replicate this here in this country, um, it would be absolutely devastating. So we've got to push back and stay informed. You know, Shifting gear to in another problematic international story really caused by this administration. I hadn't heard about Afghanistan in a long time, and I was curious yesterday, you know, what was going on after the botched withdrawal um, from the Biden administration last year, which really lifted, you know, the, the rose-colored glasses from a lot of folks and how they view this administration and, and how the consequences of their policies can actually play out. But... um Yesterday, this happened yesterday, Taliban authorities in Afghanistan told television broadcasters to ensure female presenters working and local stations cover their faces when on air, a government official said. So now their news reporters have to uh, cover their hair. And now they have to cover their face. Um, and when some of the women who were used to, you know, they believed in the rhetoric being pushed um, by by a lot of members of Congress, frankly, Republican and Democrat, that, you know, Afghanistan was going to be a place where their rights were guaranteed, um, whether we were there or not. They believed that. And now they've pushed back in the face of the Taliban ordering. If you're on TV and a news reporter, you're going to have to cover your face. Um, and they've basically said that, uh that that it's it is not up for negotiation it's final so it's it's just an indication of the consequences that continue because of the botched removal the instability that ensued that really allowed uh the, the Taliban to take over um and you know whether you agree with the US pulling out or not the withdrawal really left the nation in a state of instability and the people who are there used to some degree of, of rights and freedoms, um, you know, they're in dire straits. And this is just a, a sad representation of that for um, women in their news industry. You know, a side note, when that botched withdrawal occurred, I became involved with a group that was trying to get um, a, a group of women and families out. They were affiliated with the judiciary of the country. Um, some of them got out, some of them didn't. But the ones that were left behind are just dealing with this oppressive regime um, that, that we could have all predicted. All right, we've got to take a quick break. We will have our final segment after this. We'll wrap it up for the day. Stay tuned. We've got a little bit more after this. How do we make a great deal even greater at AgUp Equipment? We up it. During the 75th anniversary, get an added $1,075 discount on a John Deere 5E tractor, bringing the total discount to $3,825 off. And get 0% financing while you still can. So tackle the big jobs in a 5E tractor with up to 73 horsepower. Visit agup.com. Offer valid 516 through 53022 or when inventory runs out. Three-cylinder tractors only. Some exclusions apply. See dealer for details. This hour of Middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, 
They help you get your life back. From luxury hotels to homeowners, Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will exceed your expectations. Your beautiful new bath and shower are made with the same high-quality materials used in luxury hotels and installed in as little as one day. Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will provide the bath or shower custom designed you've always wanted with no heavy demo or weeks without your bath area. Visit bathfitter.com where you can design your own bath area and book your free in-home or virtual consultation. Bath Fitter. Here in Mississippi, we believe that life is precious and must be protected. But Congressman Guest voted twice to give $1.1 billion of your tax dollars to Planned Parenthood, the nation's largest abortion provider. I'm Michael Cassidy, and my promise to you is that unlike Congressman Guest, I will never vote to give even a penny in taxpayer funding to Planned Parenthood. I'm Michael Cassidy, a pro-life Republican candidate for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Michael Cassidy for Congress. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Garden Mama here for Lakeland Yard and Garden. Now is the time to get to Lakeland Yard and Garden for the largest selection of patio furniture and accessories for outdoor and indoor living areas. Lakeland has everything you need from umbrellas and replacement cushions to beautiful fountains and stepping stones. You'll find Komodo Joe grills, Yeti coolers, and great collegiate gift items. The expert staff at Lakeland is happy to guide you through their large nursery stock of bedding plants, perennials, tropicals, and more. Be sure to get your soils and mulches. Many are sold by the bag or in bulk, and Lakeland Yard and Garden even offers local delivery. Lakeland Yard and Garden, growing your way and serving you for over 43 years. Listen to your mama now and call 601-939-7304. Visit online at lakelandyardandgarden.com and stop by Lakeland Yard and Garden, Lakeland Drive at Airport Road. Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services in Hattiesburg is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove also features several specialty addiction treatment programs for men and women. Additionally, Pine Grove specializes in the treatment of licensed professionals. Please call 1-888-574-HOPE for more information and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. Here in Seaspire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. Yellow here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. You're listening to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. All right, Rhino, wrapping it up appropriately. Just to remind everyone, what day is it? 
It's Friday, y'all. It's Friday, and this is the final segment of Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm Mandy Gunasekera in the Element Wealth Studios. I'm so glad you have tuned in. Now, speaking of Element Wealth, are you thinking about or planning for a retirement? And if so, do you have a plan? If you need one, I'd suggest going to myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006 to let Element Wealth help you find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. I also want to remind our listeners that want to keep up with the goings-on of Super Talk Mississippi. In between shows and programs, you can always look to social media. Um, keep up with everything on Super Talk Mississippi by following us on Twitter. Just search for at Super Talk on Twitter or Facebook. Follow Super Talk Mississippi on Facebook for stories and videos about the news, politics, and sports happening all across Mississippi. Okay, Rhino, do you sometimes get tired of the fact that it seems like every other day some new company or corporation that may or may not make a product or provide a service you love uh, has gone woke? Oh, yeah, it gets annoying beyond annoying. It does. I feel like I, you know, there's the, uh, I'm not buying certain shoes and I'm, I'm, you know, I, I'm very much a, a consumer. I will use my dollars to follow up, um, with, with pushback against ridiculous policies. Well, this morning, the Federalist, uh, put out tips to companies on how they can avoid, um, being the next Disney, um, not and they weren't, you know, Disney bowed to the mob, it's backfired, and they come up with some steps to avoid uh, a situation where now Disney, um, in response to engaging in certain political, cultural issues, um, one way or the other, most notably um, pushing back on the Florida's parental rights law after a small faction of their staff uh, became very vocal. Um, they wanted to prevent, or they were pushing back against a bill designed to prevent classroom discussion of sexual orientation and gender identity for kindergartners through third graders. Ron DeSantis pushed back, and uh, they revoked a special status for Disney in Florida as a self-governing improvement district. Okay, so anyone who runs companies out there that that are looking for how to not end up in this situation um, where from uh, investment side, Disney stock has fallen by approximately 20%, not to mention people like myself where, you know, I just think twice about where am I going to go this summer? Where am I taking my kids? Do I actually want to go to some place that embraces this woke ideology that, that I find personally offensive and totally separate from some of the moral, the, the, the basic moral standards of our country? Federalist has a list of what you can do. First and foremost, if you are a company, don't bow to the mob. I mean, this also goes for anyone who's engaged in, in politics. Um, don't bow to the mob. And number two, stop bribing people who hate you. Whether you bow to them or provide the money, uh, the mob will will never give you a free pass. They will always hate you. And typically the mob, um, you know, especially on the energy side, they're coming after these companies because they don't want them to exist. So if you bow to their needs, um, you you show them that you will respond to bad behavior. And then if you if you pay for it, you try to bribe them or pay them off, you're just going to fund future endeavors where they go by after you or your company, which will put you in further dire straits. The third thing Federalists suggest is to trust your instincts. Uh, this is this is from the article. It says, be very skeptical of polls. Um, Mark Twain attributed to British Prime Minister Benjamin Disraeli the famous quip about three kinds of lies. There's lies, damned lies, and statistics 
Something to remember um, when you see polls out there, it's important to distinguish uh, manipulated polls, ones that are trying to influence public opinion and some that are reflective of public opinion. And the last two, I believe, are most important um, for for American companies. Again, those that are providing goods and services, um, you know, ultimately stay out of it, do what you do from a business perspective, um, but be kind and support families. And last and most importantly, Love America. Um, this seems like a solid path to improve the ability of American-based companies to continue to grow and prosper and not get caught up in this, this latest mob mentality and having to weigh in on issues that truly are outside the purview of what these companies do and, and may ultimately result in pushing consumers and people away from their products and services. Rhino, I really hope this catches on because I'm just tired of having to, to pay attention to uh, corporate governance and, you know, trying to find alternatives to products I would otherwise want to purchase or experiences I would otherwise want to have. Yeah, it'd be nice if instead of the squeaky wheel gets the grease, well, quit greasing the squeaky wheel and just replace the dang thing. That's right. That's right. Solid advice. Um, well, hopefully, hopefully corporations are out there listening. Um, things are wrapping up, folks. Thank you for tuning in today. I've enjoyed this time with you. And I know many of you, this is the last week for school in a lot of places. If you're gearing up for summer, um, I, I wish you safe, fun travels and enjoy the break. Again, thanks for tuning in. And until next time. It's raining down you. I'm brought to you courtesy of the red, white, and blue. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.